Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Nacho in the Box, we're here to start this show off. Shakes Montana Mondays, Victory Monday for the New York Giants. I know you hype, I know you ready. We're going to get into all the action today with my boy Shakes as soon as he gets in. Don't forget tomorrow, Nacho Average Tuesday, get into all the Week 9 action, and then all the Week 10 stuff, get you ready for that, as well as Debate Wednesday. You got a topic you think that nobody will agree with because you're right and they're wrong? Bring it. Debate Wednesday's Black Freezy, and you know what to do. You got any fantasy questions? Say you NBA fantasy. Say you NFL fantasy. Say you're trying to win in both leagues at the same time. Thursday, LRP, that's the spot where you got to go. Thursdays, LRP Fantasy Thursdays, and of course, anything you want to know about all sports, basketball, baseball, football, and anything outside of the sports world, but having to do with hip-hop, as we talk about BMF, talking about freestyle, talking about anime, anything you want to talk about, Freestyle Fridays is, Freestyle E-Style Fridays is where you're going to get to all that. We're going to have one this week. Uh, we know we went on hiatus last week, but we will have one for y'all this week. So don't, so don't fret. We're going to be here five days this week. Get ready to shake down. But you know what's first, that intro. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, all right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the running run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early. And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? That is me. But do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going sixteen and zero? Huh? Sixteen and zero, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You. You know who just got to the Messiah? Obi, the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shake Montana.
first off, it's not Shakes. Nacho in the box, holding it down for Shakes until he gets up on one in here. Until the other gentlemen and everyone else gets up on here and here. And they can talk about their team, Torius, on a Sunday morning for the West Coast afternoon for the East. 914-205-5796 is the number to call to shake down Shakes Montana Mondays. We will have a great day to as we proceed to give you all of your Giants news and information, of course, everything to break down from the game, the rights, the wrongs, how everything is now right, Giants win the game. It looks like they're on the road to success. They're on the road to the playoffs. They're on the road to possibly adding a fifth Super Bowl to that trophy uh, case. So um, winning cures all. So that's all we know as we move forward. Uh, we will get into – uh, the statistics of the game, I don't want to get into them too much because I'm by myself. So uh, as soon as we get um, some more of the brethren up in here, uh, we will definitely get to discussing the game and all that good stuff. So as we get um, situated here, we'll just let everyone know. I know most of the people that are probably listening right now uh, via the interweb, they already know the scores and things of that nature. We're just going to give you, our other listeners, a quick recap uh, and things of that nature. Um, so, of course, 23-16, the New York Giants defeating the Las Vegas Raiders at home. Uh, I will start with the Las Vegas Raiders. It uh, looks like Derek Carr is going to be 30 out of 46, 296. Average of 6.4 yards, not good. Sacked one time, not so bad. One touchdown, two interceptions, definitely not good. A total QBR of 23.9. That's the scale from 0 to 100. Uh, and then the passer rating, the one that goes up to 156, uh, was a 72.4 for Derek Carr. So uh, definitely not a good game for him uh, all around. Did get some yards, almost 300, but again, not productive with the yards uh, and the defense of the Giants uh, holding it down in the red zone. Uh, Darren Waller, the only productive a wide receiver, only productive player. Josh Jacobs getting 76 yards on 13 carries isn't bad, uh, but, you know, not sticking to the run and things of that nature, um, you know, especially when you're down, it's hard to do that. So um, I can understand that. But, uh, again, Waller, the only one definitely out there trying to put up some work. Kenyon Drake uh, getting some passes in the in, in the receiver game, which was kind of different. Um, but, again, the absence of Henry Ruggs was a, was a definite – uh, a definite sign out there. Uh, they couldn't take the top off the defense, uh, and there was not very many throws down the field. Uh, so, again, uh, top rusher, 13 carries, 76 yards, an average of 5.80 touchdowns for Josh Jacobs, leading receiver, seven receptions off of 11 targets, 92 yards and zero touchdowns for Darren Waller. The only touchdown going to Hunter Renfro, uh, seven receptions off nine targets, 49 yards, and then that lone touchdown. Um, the the turnover situation, the turnover margin, uh, I think is the, the, the issue there for the Raiders, but we'll get into that. Um, Daniel Jones, a very productive, a very, very productive slow day for him, 15 out of 20 for 110, 5-5, five, five, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Uh, total QBR, uh, remember that's zero to 100. Uh, in the in the ratings there, that's 48.3, and then a passer rating of 104.2. Uh, again, those differences, we'll get into those later. I'm sure we'll have to talk about that. Um, leading rusher, 
uh, Devontae Booker, 21 carries, 99 yards, uh, 4.7 a clip, no touchdowns. Uh, and then the leading pass catcher, not very many to go around, but three receptions for 38 yards and one touchdown for Evan Ingram. And then, of course, um, uh, the lone turnover for uh, – yes, the lone turnover for the uh, Giants was the Daniel Jones fumble. Uh, early in the game there. So there's most of the stats there going out. Um, Not much really uh, in the way of offensive production if you look at uh, the statistics, but the Giants defense out there uh, doing everything they can uh, to um, get the team in the right position uh, to not have to say travel. Again, you go the first, you go the first drive, seven plays, 75 yards, um, we'll just break down this because I think um, we'll get more into the game and, you know, who and why and what and where and those things which are very much more of a conversation goer. Again, it's 914-205-5796. As soon as we get some callers, as soon as we get some hosts in here, we'll dive deep more into the who, what, what, where, and why of this game. I'm just going to break down kind of sequential, how the game kind of went, the flow of the game was kind of going, Um Again, it, it started off fast here with, with both teams trading touchdowns on the first drive. Um, seven plays, 75 for the Giants, 10 plays, 73. I think for me and for most viewers of this game, uh, early on, you, you, I thought it was going to be a bang-bang type of game. Both teams were going to be able to, say, march on each other. Both teams were going to be able to do whatever they wanted, almost at will offensively, and the defenses were going to have to make one crucial stop at the end. Kind of was that, but, again, offensively it wasn't that. Again, you you go from the back-to-back touchdown drives, um, from the way that it started, again, the way it started off to me, uh, it it looked like it might have been, hey, it might have been going, uh, you know, 21-21 going into halftime. You had seven play. 75-yard drive from the Giants, scored a touchdown. They they kicked the ball off. Raiders, 10 plays, 72 yards, I believe it was. 73, sorry, uh, and, and a touchdown. It's 7-7. Both these teams, 4 minutes, 14 seconds, 5 minutes, 2 seconds for the Raiders. It, to me, it looked like it was going to be two teams methodically just marching on both defenses, and then whoever could make a stop towards the end would kind of do that. And then that was not the case. Punt, punt, fumble, field goal, punt, punt, field goal, field goal, end of half. Um, the offense on both teams just kind of stopped and sputtered, whatever it was, whether the defense made adjustments, whether the offense got out of it. Um, we didn't see a drive longer than 50 yards after the first two. And then if it and, – and out forward the, the field goal before the end of halftime for the Giants, you don't see one longer than – and 20, I mean, you get one there at the end for the Raiders, 10 plays, 56 yards of the field goal at the end. Sorry about that. Don't mean to mislead. But it, their offense seemed to be non-existent after those first two drives. I watched some of it, but I can't really explain. Again, you get the fumble there um, after uh, you get a pump punt, and then, then Daniel Jones fumbles the football. Uh, but the defense does what they're supposed to. They hold them to three points. Um and then, you know, it, it, it's punt, punt, field goal, field goal. It's not really much offense going on. So um, that's the first half. That's kind of how it wrapped up. Um, and then you start the first half, pick the third the third quarter of the second half. Uh, it goes pick six, and then it's field goal, field goal, miss field goal, punt, interception, field goal, fumble, end of game. Um, there was just, again, not much ado. Um, 
with the exception of the two drive, uh, the, the 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 three drives to start the half. I mean, the pick six there that, that that's a huge momentum swing, especially for a Giants defense that needed something huge. And then of course um, they gave up a field goal, which could have been a touchdown. So uh, to me, it's you know X's and O's looking at that and just looking at the way the game played out. I thought it was probably going to start out to be a much higher scoring game was going to make me look bad. But then, of course, it dropped down to 23-16 there for the New York Giants winning the game. Um, Wanted to wrap that up as quick as possible. We do have our first gentleman uh, in here today um, to talk about this game, the New York Giants defeating the Las Vegas Raiders 23-16. OG Steve, sir, um, I just kind of was going over the statistics. Uh, sorry, real quick, just to let you know. I was just kind of going over the statistics and kind of the plays and kind of just the driving and, or the, the series and the drives. I haven't really gone into the who, what, when, where, and whys of the game. So if you want to go ahead and break it down any way you would like to break it down, the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm just, you know, thankful that the defense has uh, been playing a little bit more consistently. You know, I mean, you know, the last two or three games, they've been, you know, the consistent. I mean, the turnovers have really helped us, obviously. You know, uh, it's, it's really not much to say. I mean, obviously, you know, Devontae Freeman had a decent day. You know, Clay Carlin was fine the first two or three <laughs> drives, but after that, it just got crazy. I don't know where Kadarius or Galladay went to. I mean, Jason Gary has a lot of explaining to do, man. So, you know, I um, didn't really break it down to X and O's. I mean, I just, you know, watched the game fairly. My, you know, my eyes told me pretty much what they've been saying on everybody, you know, consistently. I mean, other than that new linebacker, I mean, I don't know if y'all knew he is, but Shay, the dude we claimed. I mean, he was a pleasant surprise. I thought he played well, but, you know, defensive, you know, as a whole, they, they played well. I mean, we gave them some stuff, but they weren't giving, you know, the best of field position, and uh, like you said, the offense ain't really do much, but that's pretty much what I expected. So, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, we had some turnovers. We gave up the ball, and uh, we were able, unfortunately, we were able to minimize that. So, you know, I uh, <laughs> the story to me, you know, is just the same old story, you know. And I don't know. I don't think we can win consistently like that with the turnovers. But, again, thank God the defense got us a couple. And uh, we were able to run the ball and run the clock down just a little bit. But, hey, man, decent win going into the bye week. And, uh, you know, hope we can get another one in the row. If that's what we're going to do. If not, you know. That's just going different draft pick. <laughs> you probably broke down the X's and knows better than I did at this point, Macho. I really, I, I even remember, I wish I could say I care that much, man. I mean, I'm, you know, hoping that uh, we can just be consistent. So, you know, that's pretty much all I got, man. Okay, okay. I do have a question. I did want to ask you as a Giants fan. I'm sure you watched the game. Um, you anticipated as much as I anticipated a very low productive offensive game. When you watch the first drives of each of these teams, did your mindset change? Because mine did. Um, after watching the first two drives, I thought, "Oh, this isn't going to be what I thought. We might end up. We might end up seeing a a thirty something, thirty something game that comes to the end." Did you perhaps think that either team could offensively keep that up, 
Um, I know the second drives that come after that kind of shut down everything I'm saying, but um, maybe after the first two drives, before you come back from commercial break, do you think maybe this could be a high-scoring game, or do you still feel that either team just wasn't really doing anything and those weren't that great of drives? Well, uh, you know, at first I was thinking it could go that way, but, you know, then then again, I know who our offensive coordinator was, so. Because we were we had a lead, I knew that we were going to play extremely conservative, and that's exactly what we did. You know, I just think that if they would have got ahead, you know, early, you know, then maybe we would have, you know, found a way to score more points. But, I mean, we just seem to do just enough, man, just enough. And I'm lucky to even be able to do that. So, but, you know, like, like I said, the first three, two or three, you know, Drives, you know, look decent, but I mean, I don't know what happened to Jason Gass' script or you know what the hell is going on, but uh, you know, it's it's just, it's pretty much a train wreck. So now, you know, hopeful for a minute, but like you, I I seen where it was going pretty fast after that. So. Yes, exactly, because I like I said after those first two drives. I, I just I really did think it was going to be uh, a high-scoring affair. Now, um, thankfully, I don't have to uh, continue to babble on because I'm sure y'all are tired of this and me talking. Um, we also have either chosen one in here with us right now as we are speaking. Um, pretty much just so you can get caught up, you haven't been listening uh, since we began. I just kind of went over the score, the box scores of of, of the leading pass rusher, uh, the leading passer, the leading rusher and a leading receiver on each team, um, turnovers. And then I just went over kind of the drives, um, so to speak. And then we, OG Steve went on about uh, his feelings of the game and, 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 and things of that nature. I'm sure you heard that part. Um, and and I pretty much just approached him with, I didn't think it was going to be a high-scoring game. He didn't think it was going to be a high-scoring game. You look at the first two drives, um, seven plays, 75 yards, just over four minutes for the for the Giants. You look at a 10-play, 74-yard, 73-yard drive, just over five minutes for the Raiders. Um, it looked to me as if this game started off, and it felt to me as if this game started off to be a high-scoring 30-something, 30-something game. Did you feel that way, too? One, two, the floor is yours. How would you feel about the entirety of the game? If you want to let us know, A, the chosen one, 914-205-5796 is the number to call for everyone that wants to get in here and tell us your feelings as well. Either chosen one, my friend, let us know. Peace, peace. What's going on? Happy Monday, you know, everybody. Um, Nacho, what's going on, brother? First and foremost, thank you for holding it down today until the arrival. I don't know if he's here yet. I didn't hear, like you said and mentioned. I don't know if Montana Manon is here. But thanks for holding it down, brother, and being available. That's a big part of life, right? The best ability is availability, right? So thank you for your availability, brother, and showing the ability to be here when we need and you're here holding it down. We love you. Um, my thoughts on the game was this. It went exactly how I wanted it to go, meaning as the points, right? Because in this game, I had Waller. Now, he didn't get into the end zone, but it being a scrappy game, you're going to go to your security blanket do what you want to do. And for Shakes, it worked out for him because he had Jacob. 
which gave him 18 in that game. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he, I don't remember him touching the end zone or not, but he actually went on to keep his perfect record against me. So shout out to Montana for keeping his perfect record. I am six and three. I'm still in the game, but we'll talk about that later. Now my thoughts completely on the game. Nacho, I don't know if you've been watching the Giants since the late 90s to the early 2000s, but these are the games that we used to pray for in the late 90s to the early 2000s because Phil Simms was not the greatest or most athletic quarterback in the world, nowhere near Daniel Jones, but there was two things that you could count on for the New York Giants, low scoring, hard running, and great defense. This game was a throwback game. This was a game that I grew up watching my organization, fell in love with the Lawrence Taylors, the Carl Blanks, the Leonard Marshalls, the, the, all of those guys coming through this franchise. This game was a homage to them. I know I said that word right, homage to them. Hard-nosed defense, showing up when it counts the most, and knowing your defense is going to steal the game, no matter how it may look. A couple of good passes, a couple of good runs. But at some point, they're going to put some pressure on the quarterback. We're going to get to him, or we'll have like a goal line stance or something like that. That is New York Giants football. And the reason why you haven't heard me say anything about the quarterback is because our quarterbacks for 20 years were game managers. They weren't guys that would take us over the top but we had victories with them. Phil Simms, two Super Bowls, Hostetler, you know, we could say a half of one or whatever, and a couple of good years as a game manager who was an athletic quarterback. But he also had that ferocious defense behind him and that crazy running game. So like I said, this was a old-school throwback game, and it kind of warmed the hearts of Giants fans because this is something that we haven't seen in years. We haven't seen hard running and the quarterback just doing enough to get us ahead, and then we leave it on defense and not be nervous and know we're going to close out. So my thoughts on the game was no, wasn't going to be high scoring. I think I said something in the predictions, like 28-21, something like that, 31-28, something like that I might have said. I'll go back to it. And catch myself, but um, it was it was a great type of game. I don't care about Daniel Jones. I don't want to talk about Daniel Jones. He's not going to get any conversation out of me today. This was about our defense. Shout out to Patrick Graham. This was about our running game. Shout out to Devin Booker, and shout out to the blocking for him in this game. Although it wasn't the greatest, it was enough. And these are the type of games Giants fans across the world are used to seeing in victory, in elation. Whoo, uh, fourth quarter, but defense held. We didn't have these conversations over newspaper Sunday mornings and Monday, Tuesday evenings. So shout-out to the Giants fans for getting up the homage throwback game. And no, low scoring, didn't want it, and I was good with what I saw. Shout-outs to the D, shout-outs to running the ball. Let's move forward. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think we got Causes six all Montana, around sir. the board, by the way. Causes all around, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah, so for, for sure, for sure. Um, less than what? 16 completions and less than 115 yards passing total. There's not much to talk about. So yes, we can continue. Yeah, there's no reason. No reason, um, no reason to get. It. Yeah, they're, they're, they're non-existent <laughs> out of the position. You probably could have yeah, won yeah, without them. It's nothing to talk um, about. Let's, let's move on. Exactly. Uh, reminiscent of eight touches or eight, you know, passes for Jimmy Garoppolo uh, when they win a game. Uh, so when when you when you look at this, Shakes Montana, sir. Um, the floor is yours. Uh, I don't think there's anything I need to say. You've probably heard enough. Um, take it away. This is Shakes Montana Mondays. I will step to the side, and this is now your show, my friend. Appreciate you holding it down. Um, shout to LRP. Nine. What's up, boy? What's good? Peace, God. Um, King. I, um... You know, Mondays be a little hectic for me and shit. Like, not only, you know, after a loss and, you know what I mean, everything, it just be Mondays just be crazy for me. So sometimes I just be all over the place. So it'll be no Montana Mondays, but, like, this time I um I was trying to set it up for y'all because um, I knew my my compadre said he wasn't going to be on Thursday's episode. So I said, oh, I can pick up Thursday, you pick up today. And then something happened last minute, but... Thank God we got Nacho right, man. He picks up, man. Appreciate you for that. And um, as far as the game, uh, you know, um, this last past two games, he he had an interception, he had a fumble, and I started saying like, turnover Dan back, like it's turnover Jones back. But I always said, right, like, even with those turnovers last year, I always was like, but he don't give me that feeling of, okay, the game is on the line. You got one more drive. Can he get it down the field and, and get a dub? I haven't felt that way last year about him. And it was hard pressed to to see it this year because we lost these close games. But easily in my mind, just like I be, uh, I always talk about in the fantasy, which I'm gonna talk about in a minute. But in the fantasy, I say I'm, I was the first champion because I was I was robbed, I was screwed. So in my mind, it's the asterisk right there, right? And it's the same way I feel about this season for the Giants. Yeah, we three and six, but to me, it's an asterisk on that motherfucker. Because we very well should be five and four. I don't want to hear it. That Washington game and that Atlanta game, we should have won. That's, that's, that, that's to me, we got robbed. Okay? So, in my mind, we five and four. And that's, that's where I see this team. I see this team as a mediocre team. Or just above mediocre, trying to figure out the ways to win. But instead, our record shows that we are the bottom of the bottom. And that's just not what I see. And now you can say it's a fan delusion, but I don't go on fan delusion. Because when I seen shit was stinking, I called it out as it was stinking. When I said we needed linebackers, I didn't say, oh, well, you know what I mean? Special Pastor is okay. 
No, it was some bullshit. Just like when I'm motherfucking looking at this nose tackle right now, I'm not saying, okay, well, you know what I mean? They doing all right. No, I'm saying, please, hashtag, we need a nose. So I'm going to call it out. If it's stinking, okay? And to me, this team is not stinking. They just don't know how to win. And that's unfortunate because they are a good team. So, we were owed this shit yesterday. And I said that, and I believe yesterday's episode. Can we be the ones on the good side of things? Not the ones where an offside penalty costs us the game. No. Can we be on the other side of that shit where their team fucked up? Can we be on that side? And I said that with all this emotion that the Raiders are going through in these two weeks or three, whatever, that's a lot of shit, man. You lost your coach, your motherfucking, one of your best players and motherfuckers is going down for murder or something. Like, bro, that's a lot of shit. And especially on a quarterback who, that's his neighbor. That's his idol. That's his friend, his deep ball threat. He lost both of them motherfuckers in a matter of weeks. Those emotions are going to get to you. And I believe it did, but he did come out and have a good game. Don't let me knock him. Shout-outs to Carl for having a good game with all the emotional stem turmoil. But at the end, they made a lot of mistakes, which we would have done, and we benefited off of it. Shout-outs to Xavier McKinney. Two picks. You are the true X-Man. Fuck. Examines, I don't know what's going on with you, but you're not it. But Xavier McKinney, he's the X-Man. And I've been saying it all season long, he's the cover safety all season long. He's been our best cover safety. And it's not saying much, but he has been. He ain't really physical in the tackle department. But coverage-wise, oh, he's locking it down. And I'm impressed with McKinney. But Cat has been leading this fucking troops all season long. Since last Yow. year. Can I do that one more right? time? Wow. Wow. Because he's getting points and I won. <laughs> That's good shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know... He's been playing awesome this year and not getting the credit for it. And he's actually getting more sacks than I actually thought he would get. And I still thought he was going to have a great season, but he's having a great season and people need to uh, uh, realize that shit. But I can see the defense has been lacking this season with all the injuries and the, the, the turnover. It's been a little transition, but you can see in these past few weeks it's coming along where they're clicking, Amen. especially coverage-wise. So it's getting there, but um, offensive line, it seems like we run block better for
for the backup running back, which is so crazy. Because mm-hmm. Saquon, I wish Saquon could get some of this love. I wish he can get some of these holes that Booker's getting. But Booker has great vision. I love his vision. His vision is awesome. And he's a good back. So I'm glad that we got him. And it's on a two-year contract, so it's going to be great. But nonetheless, um, it was a great win. I'm glad we can take this into the bye, get rested up, get healed up. Saquon should be back, and we can face these bucks, who I told my compadres, and I said it first, and I want to say it on airways first, and I want y'all to hold me to it. We are beating these Tampa Bay Buccaneers when we come off the bye. I'm saying it, and I'm claiming it right now. Please add your bro into that, because I said it week four. Once the injuries piled up in their secondary, they're not the same team, and they don't stop the run as much as we would think. They're getting old, bro. JPP is getting older. Indomitian Sue is older. Vita Vey is older. They're not as they're not as fast coming off the line anymore. So I'm with you. Blue Kool Aid on the table, and I do believe. You, you know what? I'm about to go real yeah. far. You might not. You know what? I gotta say something real quick, fellas. I want to give a shout-out to Will Hernandez, because Will Hernandez is playing. Oh, he's the only I, one on the offense. I've been he's calling playing. for that all season oh, long. Like, know, yo, we got to get wanna, it. I wanna, his, I wanna, but let him be say his shit first. Let E say his first, and then mm-hmm. go okay, to you guys. I'm out the way. All right. Y'all don't have to jump off the table with me, which I know I do this sometimes. And I've been right more than not. So recently in the last two years, I've been falling short of the glory. I think we're going to win three in a row. I'm going for three in a row. Because you know why? I'm, 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 no, y'all could do that, and I normally am the one to do that. But I'm going to tell you why I think we're going to win three in a row. For the first time in the season, we're going to have every single offensive player healthy off the bye. For the first time. Everybody is going to be healthy coming off the bye. Everybody. Mm. Galladay, Barkley, Slayton, Tony, Shepard, we're going to have everybody healthy coming from the bye offensively. Mm. That's an interesting one. Uh, I do like um, through the years that that number of how many straight gets lower. I think it was six and then five and then four, and now we're at three. So at least the realistic expectations are coming in for E. I love it. Black, my friend. You are with us. It is your floor. Yeah. Have at it, sir. You know we said when, when I said that, by the way, right, Nacho? Oh, now we quiet now when I say that. He just went out the way. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Black Freezy. What's going on, B? Freezy, what Free up, baby? Free for the earth. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? What's going on? Are you a sucker? You were suck. Yeah, you going to you, you, you gonna give me my flowers? <laughs> what you mean? What you mean, man? You know what I'm saying? Look, you know what you did. I was waiting for the day to come up. You know what I mean? So you can have all your Nah, you were suck, <clears> B. <throat> you were suck, B. Bro, I, yo, I just nah, swept I mean, this dude this weekend. Since he ain't going to so give me my flowers, I'm going to take it just like him. Right? That's right. Damn you it. know what I mean? Ah! Just swept the dude. Oh, so you feel me? You, you can do it this ball. time, though, right? He don't got no Monday Night Players? Nah, no, bro, it's a rat. Okay, okay. It's a rat. It's a rat. We know what happened last night. It was a rat. Hey, Notch, hey, Notch, man, 
it's a bad fantasy week, man. You know, I only won one oh, out bro. of like four. It's my first win in hey. three weeks. But let me get oh, let me get somebody that flowers though. Big TD committee, we love <laughs> Big TD. She took me down. Shout out to Big TD committee. She well, got that's undefeated. You still undefeated? Nah, nah, nah. I'm still undefeated. He ain't get me. Shout out to E. The chosen one from the Bronx. It was a, it was a good, good try, good try, buddy. You no, know, don't do that, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't do that. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I don't want you to do that. Because you caught me on the bye, and you caught me on the IR. Yo, how these dudes gonna go out on the IR while we battling? I had you by 18 points before James Robinson went out on the IR. Mm. Oh. Crazy. And then the bye week, bro, got me. All three running backs is on the bye week. But nah, mm. you know what, though? That's just fantasy, bro. You know what I mean? And, yo, listen, that's Edwards Hilaire. That's, yo, <laughs> I got some hitters. But you know what? Josh Shout Allen out from to the you, Jaguars. Bro. That's what Shout it out. is. Shout out to this. It? No, I ain't never, never. Bro, I was never going to win my running back. I don't know, baby. Nah, I know I'm trying to go for a perfect season, y'all, y'all, y'all root for me, yo. Y'all can't be hating on me like that, like well, y'all gonna hate on me like that, though. Real quick though, I know this is gonna be down low. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the internet. I'm about to do it. Yo, did the other dude who was number two win his game? Whoever number two was? Yeah, Rody. Yeah. Ah, uh, so Rody stayed at number two, but did the dude that was number four win his game? Yeah, yo. So you like? I think you tied on in your division with James. For fourth, right? Yeah. yeah. Ah. I was hoping that I was hating low key. Like, I hope <laughs> you do squat. It'll be good. <laughs> I know, because that's how it was with, um, when I lost the big TD committee. Everybody else in my division lost, so I'm still in first place in my division. So, I'm, I, it, it, it's, you know what I mean? I, it's a yeah. blow, but it ain't. Oh, it ain't. So, hold on. Let me ask Freezy real quick. Freezy, and one, you lost? Nah, I was low key hating. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love that you. Was, that was the I was only one I wanted. I was I, hoping I, I, that you lose cool so I could take over the first That's spot. The only so, one I actually wanted. So we all, so we tied again, right? Yeah. And, and then, yeah, you know I mean, LRP got his revenge on Black Freezy. Talk about it though. Yeah, but that's my bum. That's my bum league, son. I'm a whole bum over. <laughs> Yo, how you just downgrade your whole league because this man won? Hey, I'm not too far behind week, him in the bumdom. I think he actually, he actually tied now with the bumness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, I had to, eat, I had to eat the fact that none of my running backs played and my heavy hitters got hurt. I had to eat that, bro. That's it. Yeah, man. And, and if not true, you know I'm not hitting no waiver wire with bro, the guys I, I got. Had, I had big T committee, but guess who she had, bro? Fucking James Connor, bro. Ooh. Yo, y'all stay straight. You know what? I told y'all my son was going to be a thing, bro, when he get up over there. Now, look, next year ain't nobody going to be able to get James Connor now. Yo, shout out to Shake. I got to say it before we get into it. <laughs> I told y'all what was going to happen. Old man Quinlan and ran around the block again. I told hey, what I say, what I say. I'll, t- I'll tell you, man, that's the cyborg, man. The fucking cyborg. What kind of numbers he put up? I ain't watch that game. Puff shit. <laughs> 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 
man. They, I mean, I was like, like he was just running into a crowd. Mm. It looked like Derrick Henry. Ten for twenty-one, <laughs> one touchdown. Oh yeah, the touchdown. All right. Oh, man, yeah. Yo, how does that feel, bro, to just be sitting at home, retired, you got your switches on deck in case your son want to get fly out the mouth again, and you get called up to play football. You got to put your switches yeah, in the closet because the feds might come in. They knew it, you know what I'm saying? He knew it, like somebody was going to have some injuries, somebody going to inquire mm-hmm. about him, he's going to go ahead and What's he did before? No, nah, he was. They, he, I think he he went week. there and worked out, and then he, nothing ever uh, happened. And then he went back the first time. But real quick, sorry, Yo, gentlemen. How they pick him up uh, before they pick up Todd Gurley? What's going on with this? This is what yeah, Todd Gurley's. I mean, he's Salmon Bones and trash. But real quick, gentlemen, LRP is in the building. I want to get him in here, get his take, get everything on him, uh, everything he wanted to say off his chest. If he did want to say anything, LRP, all is right, right direction. The team is going. Playoff bound. How do you feel? I want to ask that round too. But what's going on, LRP? What's going on? Peace, 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 everybody. Who going to playoff? The Giants. They won on 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 Sunday. Ever the ship is right. Everything is correct, and and they're on the road to victories in the playoffs. No, 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 it's not. Well, no, we're not. Um, no, first no, thing not. I wanted to say is uh, Adrian Peterson, bro. Why does Adrian Peterson's face always look like somebody <laughs> just told him, fuck your mother? You know what I'm saying? His eyes look serious. Oh, yo, that dude, he, that's his normal face. It's like, yo, his eyes are piercing, bro, piercing. Fucking straight up, like, murder you. They say, then they say, I mean, when he handshake you, he try to break your hand, bro. Like, come on, yo, you just too imposing, bro. <laughs> like, you just a too mm-hmm. imposing figure, bro. Like, the man, chill. Listen, man, the man got CPS cases from using switches on the keys. Straight up, bro. He like, turned, he turned out dancing with on. the stars and everything, though. He's serious nah, about man. coming back. Hey. He turned out a lot of money to come back. Yeah, dancing with the stars is going to pay him. But, I mean, if you just know where to hit the kid, it really don't matter. I mean, he just got to learn how to aim. Hmm. Mama's a sucker, though. She reported exactly where the location is at. Mm, sucker, sucker. Mama's a straight sucker. I ain't going to lie. Straight up, yo. She went to court. She was like, take his pants down halfway right there by his right waistline. Oof. (laughs) Sucker. His eyes do look like that, bro. I, I saw that last night. I was like, Yo, why does he always look like he's about to five seconds choke him? Because <laughs> he probably is. Probably hey, is. He is. <laughs> a choke Grab a dog and a choke him. Well, so, LRP, I know we got sidetracked with the Adrian Peterson, but did you want to discuss your team and their victory and their winning ways that are starting now? Yeah. Um, you know what? Well, no, I'm, I'm going to start throwing some boomerangs at the Packers after this. Go ahead, LRP. No, I, I, I don't. I mean, it's a good win. Um, McKinney. Shouts out to McKinney. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Finally, 
arising, bro. And uh, being that that safety that we need to um, make up for blueberries non-tackling. I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, you get a little bit of shine and realize that, okay, this is all that this is cracked up to be, so let me just go back to being normal. But, um, uh, Aziz, I mean, individually, those individual performances that were great. But as far as the team and where they're going, Garrett still tried his best to give it away. You know, I still saw the same old things that we've been seeing penalties and shooting themselves in the foot. So it was a great win, but playoffs, playoffs. Nah, I'm gonna chill on that. So that's my question, right? Is is the number seven seed too far? No. I mean, I mean, I, I was in jest when I was saying those things, but a couple sneaky wins here and there like this, um, the way the NFC after the top four, the, the, it, it, those last three spots can be had, especially with the Saints victory you have. Um, that 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 can you know, especially with them losing the quarterback, it's just yes, it is a possibility. Um, you have to obviously win some games and things of that nature, but the the possibilities are there, especially with the wins you have against the teams you have. I know it's not a lot, but um, that those can you know set you on the right track because there's nothing that says eight and nine doesn't make the playoffs in this in this NFC, and that's wild because first place is probably gonna have thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen wins. We go turn to the division and we should have a chance. Mm. And that's still out in front of us clearly, you know. You know, I uh I think you know, I like our chances. I think we sweep Philly easily. And um, you know, we gotta do this. Washington one, man, Dallas. we gotta take next Washington game, bro. And Dallas, bro. Oh, uh, exactly. Mhm. We owe them motherfuckers, bruh. Yeah, look, so as as we... Oh, sorry, real quick. As we speak right now, it's one through five that clearly seem to be locked up, and and those those five teams can win or lose a game or two, and they'll probably still be in that mix. That's Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa, Dallas, and L.A. They've all got seven or six or eight wins for Arizona. Um, then Then after that, the team that doesn't have their quarterback in New Orleans has five. You've got to imagine they can't continue to win. Atlanta, four. Carolina, four. Minnesota, three. Cincinnati, Seattle, three. San Francisco, three. Chicago plays tonight. They have three. Philly with three. New York with three. Washington and, and Detroit. I think we can count those two out um, just because of who they lost to and when they lost to them. But um, these other teams, I mean, just the way it plays out, the the the, the schedule plays out that if the certain games are win, you can win. If you can win, it, it's going to be a tall task. I mean, you got to win five out of the next, what? Uh, what are we at? Eight. So five out of the next nine or, or eight. Uh, so it, it's, it's going to be a tall task, but there's nothing that says an eight and nine team can't make the playoffs, especially with, with the teams I listed in their records right now as we speak. We don't know yeah, if COVID's I mean, gonna fall. And, I, and, and you know, I mean, 
that that's you know just looking too forward. But at the same time, I'm not trying to gas nobody. But if you do pull off something like that, you pull off a, you know I mean, you win the last five or the last eight, you know what I mean, or six or last nine or whatever the case may be, right? If you pull that off, you're going into the playoffs with that momentum. That's that's a that's a that's a real thing, bro. And I, I'm that's one of the things that I I go into the playoffs all the time saying if you got a strong run game, you got a strong defense and you got the momentum, you can go far in the playoffs. And if you you check one of those off with the momentum, oh shit, man. All right. I ain't saying mm-hmm. we can go far and none of that shit. I'm not trying to gas nobody, but I'm just saying. Yep. If you can pull no, something off to... like that, you go into the playoffs. To situations are situational, and I think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, LP. No, I was just just adding a little something to it. I will go ahead and uh, entertain the conversation, and by saying that, I'm going to need. A strong performance it doesn't even have to win. They don't have to win, but they have to give a strong competitive performance against above 500 teams like Tampa mm-hmm. after the bye. If they do that, then Jake's, you know what I'm saying, I might come, you know, sit at the table with you and chop it up for a little while. Check the, check oh, the we team. beat in Tampa, son. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think if you get to the, again, situations are situational and you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers of last year and if you reverse that whole situation and they start the season off one and four and then they crank off 11 straight victories you think that team gets bounced in the first round I think that's the shakes hit the totally on the head how you start and how you finish are two totally different things that's why Bill Belichick says what he says you know, side note, he's got that thing cranking and going to the playoffs again, looking like they might, you know, win some more things. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the GOAT BB just doing his thing. Um, the the situation, though, at hand is you get to the end of the season and Shakes isn't sitting here saying we need the other team to play bad for us to win and you're actually winning on the merits of your own team. I think that'll be something that can <clears> – <throat> Bring it into the into the fold. Exactly, exactly. That team has to play to their standards, and we still, you know, what I mean, do the damn thing. Because, like you said, it's a thing for momentum. It's also a thing for a false positive to make people think that you're better than what you really are. Nah, yes, I know, I, I I get that, but um, you know what I always base my shit on. I never go on nobody else shit, but my own opinions and my own eyes. And with my own eyes, I know we should be a five and four team right now. We better than our fucking record. It's despicable that we three and six. So maybe the gods will make the shit right. I'm hoping. That's I will say the reason why we are the way we are too, though, and I agree with that, is coaching and some terrible uh, calls. By the, I mean, you don't want to put nothing on the ref, but that was not an offside by Dexter Lawrence. And they took that touchdown away from him in that Washington game as well. That was a ticky-tack call that they wouldn't even call today. You had Mac Jones do a whole 
angle lock on the motherfucker yesterday. <laughs> Dude straight up had him in the angle lock. Does, does having more weapons like... offensively really help us, or does that just make Jason Garrett look like more of an idiot? Because I, I just feel like we play better with the national team, like when he don't, you know, he just don't know what to do with all the people we have, all the weapons we have. I mean, so having more weapons, I, I don't really know how much that helps us. You know, I always want healthy bodies, man, but, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not using them right, I mean, like, where, you know, where was Kadarius? You know, where was Galladay? And, look, when you... Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on, my bad, Nacho. But I, I get where you're coming from, OG, because that's something that um, I am concerned about, too. Um, the more weapons we have, uh, do they know what to do with them? But my thing is, and what I go on, and what I tell myself, is that in that process, in the beginning of the season, everybody's trying to learn what's what, who's who, how to use what, and how and, and who can do what. So it, it looks a little off, right? But I think now that everybody has settled in, like they had their ones on one on ones. They had their yeah, you know I mean, this is my time, this is my moment. I think everybody is settled in on okay, we know what we got and we know what we do. Now it's a case of and a question of if Garrett can just stay out his own fucking way. I, I, I can't stress that enough, bro. Like he is in his own way. Just Call a regular game, bro. Why would you call a motherfucking wildcat call on third and two? <laughs> on third and two? Okay. Well, you're running the ball and really well. You're running yeah, the it's, ball it's... really well. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, you're, you're running the ball really well. I was about to say that, Black, but I think to me, it, the more winning you do despite of him, the better it will be. Because, look, the, the, the right now, there's a bunch to sit around and go, this is wrong, this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. But the main culprit I think everyone on the board seems to be after is Garrett. Now, if the defense can still continue to win games like this, if the special teams can, you know, kick field goals and, and punt well and, and get, you know, things that they need to do, and it's the offense that is the hindering factor. You're getting 110 yards passing. Although you're getting 100 yards rushing, it's not really – it, it doesn't seem as if you can continue to do that the way Garrett's trying to get those 100 yards, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, if you continue to do that and Not win those so. games, I think I think the, the papers, the page six, then it turns the spotlight on, look, the defense is playing well, special teams is playing well, Daniel Not Jones so. hasn't been making mistakes, but Garrett is the problem now. I think now if those things start changing and, and those other places start playing better, you can focus more on the offense and the problem of Jason Garrett. But as long as everything else continues to be bad, you can't focus on one thing that is bad like Jason Garrett. Let me tell you something, Nacho. Let me tell you this, man. And I love you to death, bro, but you have to remember, sometimes I think you forget. You know, I'm going to say you forget because that's disregarding the wealth of knowledge that you have. But you are a Packer fan, bro. I'm telling you now. They are, there's already articles out there floating around that this man is not going anywhere and he's not. they're not going to change anything. There are already articles and proof in the pudding that this team cannot score over 30 points ever under this regime. They cannot. Mm-hmm. 
It's just not possible. And it also came to fruition that he, judge, is content with grinding out gains. That is not sustainable. I hear what you're saying, but that mm-hmm. is not sustainable when you just plan just to grind out games, hoping that your conditioning and your people then built up this long will to get beat up like Rocky, literally a Rocky movie, only to just pull it out in the end. And then you end up moving back to your old neighborhood because you beat mm-hmm. up and you can't think straight. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that's not <laughs> sustainable. Mm-hmm. Not You're right. Sustainable. You're right. This dude got to go, bro. And if he doesn't yeah, go, he can't quick. think straight. And, and I, think, I think the craziest thing about all that is is one thing and one word that I heard about all that is nepotism because I think there's not one organization like yours that can sit there right now and have people writing articles about him still being there. I don't think there's any organization in this, in this league that can see the production or non-production that Jason Garrett has had for the last years and still – people would well, write hey, about him cool. in a positive way. That's nepotism of people in the front office having their connections with those people, making them write those good things about him. And I'm sorry I left him on hold. I, I'm LRP, I don't want to interrupt you. I want you to continue. But Dancy, after Last he's point. done, after LRP's done, it's on you. Sorry. Sorry, LRP. No, no, no problem, man. This is the last point I'm out the way because I, I don't want to do that. But What's maddening about it is, and what's frustrating about it is, that he doesn't really even have to go anywhere. If you're even willing to compromise on something, put his ass up in the booth. You see other teams with the OC in the booth, and there's a person on there calling plays. Why can't Freddie Kitchen call the plays? It could still be his offense. He could see shit from an overhead view. Put him in the booth. He doesn't have to be there on the ground because, obviously, he can't see at that level. Maybe you need to look at his overhead so you can actually get a feel of the game. But to do nothing week after week after week, and, yeah, you eked it out this time, but you're not going to be able to eke it out against Tampa. They're going to put up points. And if you fail to do that, I'm telling you, I don't want to get nobody hopes up, man, but just don't be fooled just because motherfucker wore one good outfit out of the week, bro. Still look like a Bama all the rest of the days. Mm-hmm. Still asking for change at the <laughs> gas station. Uh, Dan C., my friend, sir, your thoughts, your mm-hmm. your trials, your tribulations, anything on the game you want to say? Um, I know you were anticipating a blowout, uh, but still wanted a Giants win. You got it and no blowout. How do you feel? What's up, guys? Uh, What's up, sir? Yeah, I mean... I feel like it's just delaying the inevitable. It's the offense is terrible. The defense I'm very happy with, as everyone is on this phone. The defense was nice. That's good. But when the offense can't do its job, the defense is going to get very tired very quickly of bailing them out. The way to win games. I'll be happy in the moment, but ultimately – to me, like I said, we're going into a buy thinking they're on to something, not us, but Giants, Giants fans on Twitter and, and the Giants in that building. They're not on to anything. We suck. Plain and simple. We suck. If I was a Jaguars fan, I'd have more to, to hang my hat on because we just stopped the Bills. That's, that's a victory. Not saying the Jaguars are better than us or I'd want to be a Jaguars fan, but at least that is a victory to hang your hat on. This, we suck, man. 
110 passing yards. We got a we got an offensive and a quarterback problem. Yesterday, Nacho, you watched your team without its number one quarterback. That that team looks unrecognizable with Jordan Love behind it. They sucked without him. The defense did its thing and held Patrick Mahomes to 13 points. That's fine. But they still lost the game, and they were missing their number one man. And that's how I still feel we are. We're, we're missing a play calling and a playmaker behind center. I just, you know, I just wanna, how the tides turn, and I'm sorry not to, but the tides have so turned, bro, because I can remember last year, I mean, me and this guy had so many debates, like, yo, this dude is not it, and he's going to give the guy a chance, and I'm like, no, no, I'm trying to tell y'all he's not it, I see it already, and now it comes to this season, and I'm sitting here like, well, maybe the boy is all right. Maybe we can get by with the boy. And Dan C is like, no, we don't have a playmaker behind center. We need a number it one funny. guy. <laughs> it is <laughs> funny. It's crazy. The difference, the difference is, you know, the, t- the sand in the hourglass is winding down. And I can't, I can't pick up an option and pay a man like this that I could keep hearing people make excuses for. And Giants fans are, are weird, you know. It's almost like, they come out more when we lose than when we win. When we win, they get quiet, which always makes me think, mm-hmm. do you want to lose? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's very more mm-hmm. – it's much more entertaining when – Oh, because when you know what out. it is? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what it is? New Yorkers love to complain, bro. I mm-hmm. mean, bro, That's we love that. to complain, bro. I'm, I mean, look at the show today. I haven't, I haven't heard anyone jump out their seat. There's no excitement in anyone's voice. Um, it's a very somber day on a victory Monday for the New York Giants, and I just don't – and I'm not understanding why, and I think uh, a little bit really might have to be – That's why, because nobody really well, believes in this team. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, we, I mean, honestly, let's, let's stop. I mean, it's just a win, man. That's it. We're not going nowhere. I mean, <laughs> no that's why nobody's really excited. And I, I agree. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I agree with Dan C. We need a new quarterback. And – so I'm just going to wave the time up. I'm not going to, you know, beat the drum every single day, but I'm, I'm watching up quarterbacks, you know. It's, it's not him. You know what it is? It's not the dude. Real quick. So, you know what it is? Yeah, let, me just, let, me, let me just say this. Let me just finish saying this. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let you finish. Let me just finish saying this. What's going to hurt mm-hmm. in the next game is not even going to be so much Daniel Jones. It's going to be more the play calling and the fact, it's going to be the fact that Saquon can't run between the tackles. We're going to keep running my people's back, and y'all going to blame it on the line, and you're going to see how booking everybody else can do much better. We didn't get better in the line. So, you see, y'all see. You see. So, <laughs> I'm just waiting for this stuff to just play out, man. But you got to stop lying to yourself at some point, really. It, and that's where it is, right? And that's where I, I feel like that's where it is, Nacho, to answer your question. Um, with Giant fans, we gotta we kind of have that abandoned daddy issue, right? And what I mean by that is, like, um, when a person don't have their father in their house and then their moms tell them, oh, your daddy come home today, oh, your daddy come home today, and, and their dad don't come home, and that dad don't come home that next day and then the following day. You, you know what I mean? It comes a point in time 
when your mother say, okay, your daddy come home, you like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I'm not going to get my hopes up again. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel like Giants fans are right now. Like, we're not getting our hopes up again. Like, we've seen this shit before. we we seen where we get, you know what I mean? Oh, we, we got a glimpse of hope. And then they show that they bullshit. So it's like we, we're at the point where we don't want to get our hopes up. With me, I still got hope. You know what I mean? I'm going to always stay with the hope. I had hope when we was motherfucking wanting whatever. You know what I mean? So that's just me. I'm going to always think on the positive side on the, okay, you know what I mean? What I see is like, all right, we should be able to win. We should win. We should win. Now, is they going to win? That's the question. What's the difference between hope and belief? I hope, but I don't believe Okay. I, I also think it's, it's individual too though You know what I'm saying It's like I'm thinking more of a team Now you get glimpses And yeah when you talk about the glimpses Yeah there's glimpses But as a team And OG is right bro If it's not this if The next game The MO of this team can't get right And what does I hate quote the dude But it fits perfectly in this conversation is what will happen is always going to happen with the Cowboys, right? We always talk about it's going to implode eventually. Now, granted, that is different from what we're looking at. We haven't put all three phases together. You're still getting penalized like crazy. They're still undisciplined. And you still have people who are throwing monkey wrenches on purpose. Straight sabotage. I mean, this is sabotage. You have a dude literally calling timeouts willy-nilly and then another dude that will call a boneheaded play right after the momentum and just sucks it right out. Daily, constantly. Amen. And this is, this is constant. This is not the flashes that we saw from McKinney or the flashes that we'll see from a player. No, this is constant. And if anybody knows been listening to me this long, you should know that the behavioral patterns here show consistency and the science proves it back up. So when I say I don't believe it yet, I don't believe it yet. We're not a quarterback that needs to turn the ball over like he's at the waiting on the bus stop, man. I mean that still hasn't stopped. It just hasn't stopped. Like it's just like random, like out of nowhere. How can you trust that? Like, it can just happen anytime. You can't turn the ball over like that, man. You just can't. You just can't. Well, the facts do back up is uh, he's improved in that area. And even though it's been, you know, one here, one there, two, whatever, but Andrew Thomas being out and Matt Pert kind of stepping it up, I think that's what's missing. Yeah, but it's not coming from a lack of protection. That's what bothers me. It's just like random stuff. And then the thing is this. It's the lack of pocket awareness that concerns me. My presence awareness. Giannis, he don't see it coming. And that's a problem. And and there are other bad lines throughout the league and dudes find a way to ball, not to just shine. You know what I mean? I don't he see just it. It's career, bro. Right. Put that man back in the Pro Bowl, you know. Purdy just shout outs to Yannick. Yeah, he had a bad game yesterday, but 
the game before he was out, right? I don't know. Either way, I'm just saying. LRP, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? I don't expect our quarterback, I'm talking to LRP too. I don't, I don't expect our quarterback to be perfect. I will never think that in life. I don't see what everybody else sees because I saw what I saw. Everything around our quarterback has been bad since he stepped into the league. He has gotten better with everything still bad. That, to me, means something about our quarterback, LRP. I'm talking LRP, right? He cut down on the turnovers because he has no choice, because that's just what you got to do. He won a game managing because that's what you got to do. Some games he put on his arms show what he could, he could do. Athletic-wise, yeah, I bet you when he's spinning and splitting, when he's spinning and splitting, getting first downs, right? Nobody complaining about that. I'm talking about L. I'm talking LRP. So, okay, excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. All I want is for our quarterback, right, to get something better from somewhere else in this coaching staff. I believe in my heart what Jason Garrett did yesterday was good enough for the Raiders, but it's been the same thing for every other team. And if a team would have played above what the Raiders played like, meaning as in the last two minutes, because other teams have done it, that's another loss for us. We just happened to step up defensively. But do not forget they moved the ball with ease down the field again because Jason Garrett refused to play I want to win football to put his defense back on the field. And and before we, we continue, we do have another caller, Crook from B-more. The floor is yours, New York Giants 23, Las Vegas Raiders 16. Anything that you've heard that you want to talk about, anything about the game you want to discuss? No, nah, not really. I, I just had to agree with E as far as uh, Garrett. I just – we will never really know what Jones can possibly be until we get a new play caller, man. I just – I can't deal. I don't know if he does it because of the line or what, but it's just horrible, man. Can't deal with that. So, like I told you, if we keep him next year and we fix the line and we get a new play caller, I ain't going to be tripping off of that. Just, I mean, I ain't, I still ain't believing in them, but that's what it is. So, so. Got you, got you. Forty-eight minutes left in the in the live version of the show. Nine one four two zero five five seven nine six is the number to call. We have Crook from Bmore along with the rest of the fellas, Dancy, LRP, Shakes, Black Freezy, Eat a Chosen One, everybody, OG Steve. We're all on the line here, um, talking New York Giants football. I know it doesn't sound like excitement, but they did win yesterday. 23 to 16 over the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, anybody else? <clears throat> anybody else got anything they want to say about the game? Do you, anything? I know we've been talking about Daniel Jones, talked about yeah, Jason Garrett. I do. You know the defense, things of that nature. I'm sorry, OG, go ahead. Now, I just want to say, you know, Bradbury, man, you know that, that, that's not professional tackling. You, 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 you've got to do better than that. You just got to. I don't care how good you cover. You got to tackle, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if y'all see it, but this dude is just. Can I, can I add something to that, OG? Because it's a it's name tough. that I want to bring up. 
and he's bugging me out right now. Freezy, I need you to talk to his mother. What's going on with Keon Crossing? Can somebody tell me what's happening with him? Uh, yep, so nobody face. saw him down a, a punt for no reason. No, no he thought the guy he touched it. He thought it bounced off the guy. That's how he did it. Man, nobody around. He's thinking to roll for another eight more yards. You know, the ball landed. It landed near he the guy. He thought it touched him. Right, oh, just man. like the Green Bay KC game last night. I ain't know that ball touched that guy. Yeah. Joe jumped yeah, on that foot. shit so quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what was tripping me out was I. Yeah, I mean, we'll take a look you at it. Then, the ball if he was like, quick, like, I mean, thinking that, like, what's the harm of looking at it then? You know what I'm saying? Nothing. 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 I ain't wanna waste no time. I was though, man. I ain't wanna waste no time. Yeah, because wrong. he been fucking up all season long with that shit. Exactly. So he ain't exactly. trying to do that. Exactly. He is a exactly. wasted timeout. That's why, and that's and that's the yeah. problem right there, and that's the problem because when you've made so many mistakes and now you yeah, fail to do something because of your yeah. gunshot, exactly. You know what I mean? That's bad too. Like, you know what I mean? No, I, I want to know about this running back though. That's what I want to know: is the line blocking better, or is the running back just hitting the hole quicker, or or like more patient or whatever? He's I'm seeing not the holes I'm better. I'm gonna say one name. I'm gonna say one name. And I All said right. it to OG Steve yesterday, and nobody said his name today, and I've been waiting. Shout-outs all the way to Cade Cunningham yesterday. What? Look at every hole Booker went through. Cade Cunningham was right there. 79 is his number. Look, Hernandez had a good game yesterday, too, though, man. Hernandez played well. Yep, and Hernandez. Hernandez and Cade Cunningham. Yo, look at this kid. Um, Shakes, please come on, somebody. I know you guys was talking about it. Uh, I had to say, okay. And like to me, that's always a good thing when I don't notice you as an offensive lineman. I didn't Yo. even know he was out there. Word, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, he was. Yo, it was him. Them holes on that left hand side. Who's yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was a lot of holes opening up for the motherfucker. And that's why I said. Hey, Quan, get that love, man. Why are they always blocking for the backup quarterback? I mean, running back like that, man. Can't, can't. I don't know. I think Saquon <laughs> might get to the hole faster or something. Yeah, yeah I got to say, say, like, say, like, say, 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 say is that Book, Book was more definitely more showing – Book was definitely showing that he was a veteran because he was definitely using his north to south cutting. Plus, at the same time, yeah, he was running. Yeah, because I remember when we had Freeman last year, he was hitting the hole. It seemed like he was hitting it.
And um, exactly. No, no they've been struggling. It was, uh, it was struggling. good though. <laughs> them boys are nah, but that's on the outside. That's and not in between over. the tackles. That's, I'm talking about the D tackles. Now, granted, you may not be able to get to the outside, but inside zones and inside power running, you should be able to eat off of the t- those. No, look at the numbers on that though, because that's just what the announcer said. That's not me. I haven't been watching the Raiders defense like that. I do got a couple Raiders on the fantasy tip with the um, running back and everything, but I'm, and Henry Bugs I have, but Bob, I don't Bob block Papa them like said. that. But you said that was what Papa said. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really like the 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 to listen to those guys and in, in not just your mm-hmm. game, but in a lot of those games, those guys mm-hmm. they get those those specific stats. They are good on this down and this quarter at this half of October when it's 4:45 p.m. Um, they are the first in the league. At the, I mean, those are that's an over, hyperbole of what they do, but a lot of times mm-hmm. they do that. They're picking out stats um, to do that, so I don't really like that. I'm looking it up right now. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. The football database is 2021. Let's see here. Let's see rush yards. So yeah, look at they the are, D. yeah, I'm looking at D rush yards. They're not in the top five. They're not in the top 10, 15, 20, 32, 31, 30, 29, 28, 27, 26. They're 25th, about 133 and a half a game. Yeah, they have 24. Yeah, that so changed the complexion of shit real quick, huh? Nah, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to debunk what Booker did. Nah, and they had to come I'm all the way to the East Coast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Got to put in. I put everything that they yeah, did one. in perspective, man. It's, so it's important for me. That was, I looked up total rushing yards given up. They were 28th, um, 32, 31, 30, 29. 28th again in rushing yards per game, 133.5. I guess, I guess, I guess it means something. But we don't play teams with bad defenses, and they ain't even exploited. So, <laughs> shit, we couldn't. We ain't do much against Kansas City like we were supposed to. We scored fourteen against Atlanta. I mean, hey, I don't hey, know. Hey, I just be happy. It was the, something else that they had said good, was like, oh, point. we was like, oh, it's so rush offense. So this was like, whoa, where is this coming from? But I'm like. We didn't rush. We didn't fucking run. Like I've been complaining for weeks. Like run the damn ball, bro. Like so. Like, um, conversely, they are top ten in pass defense, passing yards per game and yards per game. That damn pass oh, rush. Yeah, that good with them pass rushes. And you got the LGBTQ guy up there. <laughs> Ain't that freezy? Ain't that freezy nephew? Ain't that freezy nephew? We'll be at the barbecues and all that. Right. Right. Oh, wow. Torn in them over there. Torn in them over there. I can only imagine what he's saying after victory. We going home to do it. Torn some milk cookies. I want some milk and cookies. Right, Kareem and on somebody's job. <laughs> oh, 
Lord. Hey, you. Come on, bro. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to LRP, Yo. though. You took down uh, Chill Will this week, man. Shout out to LRP. Chill What's your life nah, like? Nah, they ain't over yet. Ain't over yet. Oh, not over yet? Uh, nah, man. You got to offer the player. No, 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 man. No, no. No, no, no. You can't do it. Oh, I got good. I got Minka Fitzpatrick, but I'm only I'm not leading by much. What do you got? Who you got? Uh, got David Johnson, Duke Johnson. Got uh, a running back from the Steelers, I think, or wide receiver. But I don't think. Oh, Deion Johnson. Got Deion Johnson? Yeah, Deion Johnson. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. How many points you need? Oh, that's fucked up. How many points you need? I don't know. You're in trouble. Alright, well. Alright. Don't let no chubbing and all this happen, bro. For real, bro. That ain't cool, G. Yeah, I had Kyler Murray and, um. Aaron Rodgers, so I didn't get no <laughs> points for quarterback this week. God Ooh, damn. damn. Yeah. Uh, that's I, ugly. I, uh, oh, I, I had Aaron Rodgers as well. That shit was out of my um, hands. What could I do? Oh, that, I know, that sucks. Oh, I had Lamar oh, Jackson as my backup, cool. though, so, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. Uh, you know. Um, and they wouldn't let me put them on IR so I can pick up the quarterback. For I don't want to talk about it. They were too, they're not on physical IR. That's why. So I know, right? Me. me. I had the two top quarterbacks. Me. I did. Mm. Yeah, Brody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're looking at about 37 minutes here. Uh, 914-205-5796. Uh, we have a lot of callers on here. I want to let everyone get. Uh, I want to let everyone get their their full closing statement. Uh, on live on air uh, before we get up on out of here. Um, again, we only got 30, 35 more minutes left of, of the live.
I'm going to punch him in the head next time, man. Man, if I'm just if beating up all three y'all, bro. chips, it's going to be a long, <laughs> long offseason if you don't win a single chip, Shakes. You got to win Word one. Word up. That shit would be crazy. That's like, right. Tell him, Nacho. But tell you him. see? But it's a lot. It's a lot. Hey, but hey, hey. I just got to win eight games. Really, though. <laughs> you know, really got him up. Oh, because oh, I've been whipping your ass all year long. So, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all can go ahead and, and say, oh, you ain't got no chips. But I'm like, yo, I've been beating up on y'all, though. So, you know, I got to. Nah, gonna, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, yeah, no, nope, nope. nope. At, at this point, you can't get over that. I'm the Detroit Lions. You can't get that off. You can't get that off. At this point, I'm the Detroit Lions of this shit. So, I'm way down there. So, Right now, I can only just take shots at the king. Right now, the only thing is, is if you don't win a chip, I mean, it's a losing seat. That's it. That's all I can say. I can't say nothing else. You beat me every time we play, so I can't really say nothing on that. Everybody's been beating me, though, so it's not like, you know, that's that's anything else. It's a how many am I going to win. It's not even a point if I win a chip. Yes, yes, that's the point I'm trying to make right now. I can't Uh, say anything to you, but... If you win yeah. zero chips, best believe I'm going to be pretty loud this yeah, but that's, I'm that's, just saying. That's, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I hope not. I hope not for, for your yeah, – I mean, That's just how things go. I call out every shot, bro, like Babe Ruth. Mm. And everything I done said before the season has come to fruition. So, you know. 9-0, baby. That. <laughs> and we are definitely talking about fantasy if you're talking 9-0. and oh. Giants football we will talk about right now. Um, the the Raiders-Giants game, over, done with. You have 14 days, well, no, 13, and it'll probably be 12 because today's an off day, I'm sure. It's an off week, the bye week. Tampa Bay coming up next. We'll have two full weeks to talk about everything and everything and everything that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a team I believe you played last year. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. And you lost barely. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, there will be a lot of discussion on if this team can reiterate or retry to redo what they did last year against this Tampa Bay offense, this Tampa Bay team, who will be coming off their bye this week and then showing up against the Giants. Again, 33 minutes left. I want to get everyone's closing statement just because we want to get it all on live. Dan C., closing statement, anything you'd like to say uh, before we move on to the recorded session and then probably get on up after here? No. Just, yeah, I mean, it's a victory, so the next two weeks will be a little more lighthearted, I guess. It's just sad. It's just a sad time, man. It's sad that I'm not pumped that we won. Because, to me, the writing's on the wall for this team. But uh, they handle the business, and uh, we'll, we'll discuss it throughout the weeks tonight. We'll watch this game and, you know, I get into it with some people on Twitter sometimes because Justin Fields is the pick we traded away and, to me, was the pick we should have made, not because I think Justin Fields um, is going to be the future of this team in any way, but I would have loved to see a number one pick come in and create competition in camp 
and you have an option on the sidelines to go to when DJ struggles like how he has been. Um, and then there's trade bait, whether it's Daniel Jones or Justin Fields would be that trade bait. So tonight's game, I definitely will be watching it from that aspect, and I'm rooting for the young man, not to make my point necessarily, but I do believe he's a talented young man, and I'd like to see him succeed, and it's year one on the rookie deal. I mean, that's how you win. That's how you build a future. So that's it, man. Thanks for putting the show on. Thank you, thank you, Dancy. OG Steve, my friend, sir, any closing statements, anything you'd like to say before we move on to the unrecorded unreco- no, session and things of that nature? No, just, you know, happy we got the win, man, and, you know, just uh, hope we can, you know, do what we need to do to improve over the uh, bye week and come back and put together a few wins. You know, I, um, I definitely, you know, we're waiting to see what we do, man. So, not going to be up too, too up, not going to be too down, man. But I'm going to stay true, Blue, because that's all I do. Everybody, man, you know, let's keep it going, man. That's all I got. Peace, sir, and thank you very much. Going from the top, LRP, my friend, sir, closing statement. Anything you'd like to say about the game, this next game, the bye week, anything at all, sir? We have about 30 minutes left of this recorded time, so uh, you, the floor is yours, and you have all the time you need. I ain't going to take too much time, man, but uh, my apologies to the Brother Shakes. You know, I committed myself to something that I was not confident that I will be able to do, but I definitely wanted to. The, the effort and the desire to come through for the Brother was there. I hope you know that. But I uh, appreciate you, Nacho, for uh, stepping up. And I'm um, doing it and and bailing me out too. So thank you. But um, look, man, I'm not devout of turning the page. So I mean, however, I am a start start believer, and you are what you say you have been. It's on me to continue to allow you to fool me. You know what I'm saying? That, that That's on me. So, however, if they use this buy, so it's at a good time, and we've been lucky enough to have these kind of late season buys to get everybody healthy. You know, you've gotten more than enough tape. You've gotten more than enough toolages. You've gotten your ass whipped. You know, and that you got more than enough film of, of that. And now you got two weeks of study, you got two weeks of, of, of grind, you got two weeks of club lane, being in the daggone gym, yelling and screaming, doing pull ups. You got all that time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you do. But that's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot of changing how you approach this whole shit. And I'm not confident that they'll do it because Dan Dugan already wrote an article that they're not making any changes. Garrett is, according to them, he's doing fine, doing a phenomenal job, and they're not going to change. They're not going to make just not one adjustment. So, so I can let it go, LRV. I can just let it go. 
But see, and that's what I started out with. I'm not devout of change or turning a page because that's a possibility. However, it's just, man, it's maddening to talk about when that page will turn. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you hear this melancholiness from everybody because, yes, they got to win yesterday at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That should definitely stand for something. We always suck at home. We suck at home. We be losing like shit at home. But we won at home against, uh, you know, a good team, even though they just got hit. They got two-pieced with a racist-ass coach and and, and a dude that decided to do something crazy and get himself locked up. You know what I'm saying? That's a one-two punch for focusing on football. You know how they say you got to put yourself in the lab to focus on football. Everybody's a distraction, apparently, and I can't focus. Bunch of ADHD motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Got this one dude with the hair, and now I can't think. You know, so that's how soft we are. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's, that's it. So like Bernie Mac, you won't even let me deal with God. Make it on out of here. Y'all have, a, y'all have a good night, bro. I don't know oh, what my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, the Raiders is an interesting topic you brought up. And before we get on to the next one, I will just read this tweet off from Josh DeBow, um, at Josh DeBow AP. Raiders 2020 draft. First round, Henry Ruggs released, go, probably going to prison. Uh, another first round, Damon Arnett released, probably going to jail for a little bit. Um, Lynn Bowden traded before playing a snap, uh, third round pick, uh, another third round pick, Brian Edwards, 29 catches, 20 in 20 games. Uh, Tanner Muse released without, with zero snaps, uh, fourth round, John Simpson, PFF, 53rd ranked guard and fourth round, Amik Robertson, 169 defensive snaps. Um, they absolutely bonk the 2020 draft. They have no players from that draft currently on their team producing. Uh, it's just a weird turn of events for them uh, as they try to, to move forward. Uh, double punch, yes, and then over the weekend they have to get rid of another player because he wanted to take videos with a weapon threatening to kill someone. So the Raiders are on a, a fast track to being the Raiders of old, um, which we all know. Entitled, yeah, uh, he straight hey, with fifty cent beef. You know, like, boom! I got the guns. I just was going to say My a bad. couple of those things are out of the control of the of the organization, but it's pretty easy to make uh, the right picks from a desk, isn't it, Mike Mayock? Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to do that. <laughs> yeah, I love Mike Mayock, man. He he has he has probably the greatest call for me of my adult life in the earthquake or the beast quake, and then. He joins the Raiders, and I just don't know what he's talking about anymore. But as we continue to move on, sorry, gentlemen, E, the chosen one, my friend, sir, the floor is yours. Just a fan right now, brothers, listening to everybody speak and give their input. I'm loving everything. LRP, great segue, bro. I'm with you. You know what I mean? Especially when you mentioned the word melancholy, one of my favorite words. You are absolutely right. I'm just hurtful. I'm just hurt at the organization from the top fours down. It's nothing that's going to change. And getting wins like that yesterday infuses confidence into the organization, the top of the organization that makes them believe there's nothing wrong. 
So we will go through what we go through again. Insanity. I speak on it all the time. So that's it, man. It ain't really nothing to say. Great old school win. I know, Shakes, you appreciated that yesterday. You feel me? It was one of the type of wins that you grew up on watching us, becoming a fan that I, became, I love seeing, you know, and that's it, man. Like I said, we don't got a lot. Daniel Jones ain't have to do a lot. The defense stepped up against an opponent that's not that great. Hopefully we could take a, a step further, play a lot better against Tampa Bay coming up. I think we're going to get that W. I'm not afraid of them. Even though they got the GOAT back there, it's not looking as goatish as it did. Hopefully he can have a bad game against us. So us two INTs or something help us stay in the game and we come with the full force of everybody being healthy, being able to get busy, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I just want to see all of our players back healthy so we can have more of a feel of what we could be or could have been doing upon that. So that's it for me, man. I'm just a fan right now, loving my crew. Shout-outs to you guys, man. Keep it coming. Peace, peace, my friend. My confidant, Mr. Black Frazy, uh, the floor is yours. Also, we need to discuss intros, me and you, at a, at a later time. I get high all the time and I forget. I want to say it now before I forget to text you later. Um, uh, <laughs> other than that, man, the floor is yours. Thank you so much for, for enjoying uh, the time. Or thank you so much for coming. I enjoy all the time you spend with us. No doubt, no doubt. Not on the box with the cheese. Great show. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, you know, <clears throat> Bill Giants, man, you know, this is what, you know, kind of, everybody got that, you know, I told you so moment, you know what I'm saying, I got a little bit of that too, because I think we're about to try to get, you know, okay towards the end of the season, because this is what we always do, we always start late, wait until this shit happens, you know, start fucking up our draft picks, things of this nature, we always do this, you know what I mean, I'm just kind of used to that, I don't know fuck who the coach is at this point. So, um, you know, I ain't got much after that. You know what I mean? Shout out to the people. Yes. And they loving the crew. And they loving the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm here. I'm going nowhere. How's your boy? Mm. Yes, sir. I will get my closing statement in now before I let the man whose day is today get the last 20 minutes for himself or so. Um, Man, great show again. Thank you guys uh, for letting me do my thing. Um. Again, uh, worked out perfectly, got off at the right time, was asked at the right time. You know, sometimes, uh, like I said, you win some, you lose some. Today as a whole, we all won because we got a show. Uh, 914-205-5796 if you want to call and listen in. If we go into the recorded hour and you want to hear Shakes continue because I know he will say everything he wants to say. Um, but, man, again, thank everyone. Eat the Chosen One, Shakes Montana, Black Freezy. Uh, LRP, OG Steve, Dan C, Crook from B-more. He left already uh, before I get his statement in. But, man, it was a, like Dan C alluded to earlier, I'll make it short and sweet. Um, there were two men with the biggest smiles on their face yesterday at the end of that game. That was Aaron Rodgers and myself. I told everyone, don't worry. We'll get to see the man and the kid play. We'll figure it out, and we'll move on. I am fully committed to Aaron Rodgers being my quarterback in 2022. Um, I just hope we win an NFC Championship this game this year uh, because I'm tired of losing those. Um, but I can't wait for him to come back. 
And like I do every week, man, go pet go. And I can't wait to see uh, what we do this week against these goddamn Seahawks with Russell Wilson being the greatest, having the greatest hand of all time to heal so fast with the, I think the doctor was quoted as saying the, the grossest, disgusting, most gruesome injury he's ever seen in a hand. Russell Wilson beat it so fast. So um, sick and tired of that man and his phoniness. Um, I enjoyed making fun of him and his fake two-minute drills while he was injured. Um, and Jordan Lover, Aaron Rodgers, man, I can't wait to beat the shit out of him on defense. Um, man, again, thank you guys so much. Shakes Montana, the floor is yours. Uh, you got about 19 minutes alive, uh, and I'm going to get out of here. I love each and every one of you all, like I always say. Don't forget to tell people you love them because you never know what's going to happen, man. Normalize that shit. Uh, real, qu- real quick, Shakes. Might have Odell, too, though. Yeah, they do. That's back. Don't, don't. But he said you hate us too. <laughs> you hate us too many drills by himself. Why you don't like that, man? That's fun. You in the backyard. <laughs> that's funny, man. That's funny. That's the most funniest funny. shit. He looked weird in my life, bro. I'm sorry. He didn't mean to cut you off. That's people who ain't got no friends, man. I used to do that shit. No, nah, bro. No kid. Nobody want to be my friend. Russ, yeah, Russ, I'm myself. Russ on the field is awesome. <laughs> Russ off the field is horrible. He's like the worst. So worst. All right, I'm out the way. That's a fact. I'm out the way, though, Shay. I just had to say so real quick. No doubt. Um, all right, so for one, it's all good. LLP, don't worry about it. Um, and thanks to Nacho. Appreciate you, man, for stepping up. Jeez. Um, mm-hmm. you say like we uh, as he used the word melancholy, and I feel like it will be different when we pull off a couple wins in a row. You want to hear a different tone in everybody's voice. But right now, it's the same thing that I said. It's like, we've seen this, and we don't want to get our hopes up. So let us see that it's starting to get some consistency, and then you'll you'll hear the excitement in people's voices on these airwaves. I guarantee it. Now, um, as far as... Why I feel like we are going to beat Tampa Bay. And it's not just because of um, the blue Kool-Aid that I sit all the time. But it's because I look at things in a certain manner. And I look at it in a wear and tear manner. All types of things take a, a, a account in accord. Just like I thought with this Vegas thing, right, which I'll get to in a minute. But um, with Tampa Bay, the reason why I feel we're going to win is because we're going to not only be fresh and healthy by the time we meet them, but given the fact that they have a bye week this week and they're, they're pretty much, you know what I mean, trying to get back and rejuvenate it themselves, but it's the worst team to come back from a bye to face in a Washington team. 
And I'm not trying to boast Washington, and I'm not trying to give them a whole bunch of credit. But what I'm going to give them credit for is that they are a tough, grinded-out team. So you, when you go to play them, you're going to be in a grind and tough football game. So by the time we do face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are going to be beat up. And we're going to be fresh and healthy. And we need to take advantage. Okay? That's why I feel we are going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the next game we play. Keyword healthy, Shake. For the first time, my brother, can I just say this? You're going to see the full complement of weapons. Even beginning the season, we didn't see Kadarius for the first four games. Galladay got hurt for the next four games. Shep got hurt for three games. Pettis went out. Tony been out. Like, yo, listen, we get the full complement of weapons coming back. And that's one of the reasons we base no excuses for Daniel Jones on but we couldn't even get 150 yards through the air, even having a $72 million wide receiver there. And although the game plan fit the running game, because we dominated in that area in situational football, we get the full compliment, brother. So the key word again, as you alluded to, healthy. Finally, let's get it. And, um, and my uh, one last thing that I did want to address, you know, because I was just saying I was going to address it in a minute with the with the Vegas thing. And LRP, I respect a lot of things that you say, and I cherish a lot of shit that you say. Um, I come to you uh, in a lot of moments. Uh, Vulnerable moments of mine, right? And I and I and I vent to you, but I'm going to say I believe that you're, and I just disagree. But I believe that you're just wrong on that aspect of as a society we let things distract us because. There is things like if you have things on your mind, it's sometimes you just can't shake it off. And no matter how much you sit there and lift a weight or no matter how much you go out there and try to catch a football, that shit is stinging and, and winging in your head. So distractions are real. And you can be emotionally out of a football game. And I, that's what I knew that that was going to be the case for the Vegas Raiders. And that's why I knew we was going to win this game because not only is they traveling all across the country, but what they have been going through for these last few weeks, I mean, it got to take a toll at some point. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I believe we definitely should have took advantage and won this goddamn game, which we did. And now I'm saying with this 
Tampa Bay game. Real quick, with this Tampa Bay game. No, no, hold on. I'm going to finish it and I'm going to let you go. But with this Tampa Bay game, they're going to be being up and we need to take advantage and win that fucking game. Go ahead, LRP. Mm-hmm. What you got? No, LRP, real quickly, we I, do have I a caller on the line. Sorry. I just want to oh, let you know, I, LRP, we do have a caller when you're finished, sir. Oh, okay, no problem. Uh, I was just going I was just going to say the distraction was a shot at Baker Mayfield and the guy with the hair. I completely agree with the stuff that, like I said, that got hit with a two-piece, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the coach and then the receiver and then another receiver. And then they let a, a, a cornerback go, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. But um, I agree with you 100% on that. The other one was just hyperbole of me taking gotcha. a shot at Baker. I got you. Mm. And, and shout out to my it. boy, my son, Donovan Peoples Jones, taking over mm. for OJ. Uh, talk yes, about sir. it. Y'all don't yes, want to talk about it, but I will. Yep. Shout out to my son. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, thank you, my thank you everyone, for, for everything. Uh, we do have a caller, he, and I missed him. He called in right before we went to closing statements. He's been waiting this entire time. I want to thank him for waiting. Um, caller, my friend, sir, name and location. And what would you like to say? Ah, uh, you already know it's the one and only AKR once again tuned in. And I come from New York, from the A four five, and I am tuned in right next to E the Chosen One. And I'm calling today because E the Chosen One did not want to pass on my message into the radio station. So I am calling you guys to personally deliver this message as he listens in. Uh, for my statement. I'm going to start by saying congratulations to the Littles, not the Giants, the Littles, on their win this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you guys be the organization that had. Get to the point, dog. You guys went up against an organization that is troubled on the inside right now, and they clearly do not know how their season is going to end up. But a win's a win, so I will give you the congrats. I had a throw out there. A shout out to the Eagles, fly Eagles, fly number one league, number one team in the nation. And to top it off, I just want <laughs> E the chosen one because I've been listening to this radio station and I remember the preseason. I remember the preseason talk that him get, and the rest of the New York Littles had. I remember the point that him and the rest of the New York Littles had. And I just need him to <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> what the season is for them, and it is not what they presumed it was going to be. So I just want him to own up to it and to acknowledge that the New York Littles will not be number one in the NFC East for a very long time, as it shows. But hold on. Wait a minute. Like we're in the same boat. <laughs> like, hold on. What, two things, though. And they just lose against the Chargers. And then – Ain't our records oh, no. the same? This guy, this guy just picks the weirdest times to call in, like the worst times. It's almost like you hate yourself, dude. We got the same record. I just said that. E, you can hear E in the background on his phone. <laughs> Did I just tell you? Matter with you. You got to come in here with some heat, dog. That's the, that was the weirdest shit I ever heard. 
Listen, bro, the next time he call in, keep him on mute and let him just be in the background because it's just unnecessary. He's poking shots. He's trying to bait me. It's not going to happen. They just lost to the Chargers, and they're going to lose to us twice. We didn't even play. I could see if he was going off a victory, his team claimed, but we have the same record, and he just lost. And we're coming off a win with the same record. So let's just wait till we play these and y'all can tear his ass up. I want to know how he felt when that fan threw that bouquet of flowers at Nick Seriani because you guys got a plant. It's a it's a baby fern, and y'all are growing it together in Eagles land. Fly, baby, fly my ass. So what did you think about that <laughs> and the consistent losing that you guys are doing? Y'all don't even have an identity. At least we know what our problem is. Y'all just walking around dumb, deaf, and blind, being a plant. Trying to grow, right. looking for fertilizer. So, okay. Salute to you, sir. So, I actually, I, I did hear, that. real quick, I did hear something to the effect of we'll never be first in the NFC East. Um, same records, tied for second in the NFC East with the Giant, with the Dallas Cowboys looking down on both of you at 6-2. and two. Um, so I don't know if an Eagles fan calling in now, maybe if we had the other, the other fella come in, Dallas fan, he might have some leeway to talk, but I don't know, like, this isn't like the shot you want to take when your team just took an L, they got three wins too, y'all probably split in an outsider's opinion, and Jalen Hurts will look bad in both games. So I just don't understand why, why you believe that the, I, I don't like to say Sheagles anymore because I think, you know, the LBG2 community will come after me, um, you know, but I don't know, whatever you like to call them, you know, the, you know, the little pigeons, whatever, all that good stuff. They're just, they're Beagles. just as much as littles as the Giants. Hanging little, out so I don't, I don't understand all that. Here's the way I Hello. see it. Here's the way I see it. We, 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 we were going into the club and you forgot your money. So you asked me for a $100 bill, so I gave it to you. We both walked out the club broke, and you're cracking on me because I'm broke. But I lent you money. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dog? We both broke, but you're even more broke. So you owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> you, you negative. Huh? <laughs> uh, real quick, as, as, as we're winding down time, five minutes left uh, in the live portion, 45-45 um, Nets. Bulls, 256 left in the second. Knicks up 81-75 in the fourth over the 76ers with the 9-11 left in the fourth, I just said. And then 7-0, to zero, the oh, only score we care about. 7-0 to zero at the end of the first. Steelers over the Bears. Um, Bears don't look like they can do anything offensively. Steelers, one drive, and that's it as well. So uh, not looking like, looking like the under for tonight on Monday Night Football. Um, but, man. Bulls Nets got a good game going. Knicks Sixers look like that game's going. I know I got E perked up when I said that score. Now that it's 83-77 with eight minutes left in the fourth. Um, he said go Knicks yesterday. They lost to the Cavs. So I know he wants to uh, talk about that since we got time. You want to talk about that, E? I don't think E can make it to the call right now as he's a little busy. But no, he didn't make it to the call. Don't worry about that. I'm always going to get to where I got to be. And I'm looking at the back of your head right now, too, so you might want to watch your mouth. 
<laughs> I don't want to commit murders up in no good open spot. But be cool. Last time an Eagles fan crossed my path, he was laid out on the lawn. <laughs> now, what was so your anything, question, Nacho? The great Nacho. My question really was: Are you watching this Knicks Sixers game, which is now eighty six, eighty two, oh, seven twenty four left oh, in the fourth? Oh, oh, nah, and then, did you I'm have anything to say on the Cavaliers game from, from yesterday? Um, yeah, it's simple. Yesterday's Cavaliers game is yesterday's Cavaliers game. Um, they came out to play. The Cavaliers are an underrated team this year. Mm-hmm. That kid, Evan Mobley, is the real deal. As you can see how they made it past the Lakers, coming from a 26-point deficit and also fighting hard on the road. The Cavaliers have played more games on the road this year than they did at home. They have won six, six games out of eight on the road. Oh, so cool, bro. They are a better team. And... Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them try to make a push because things like that is great for basketball. And that's it. Let's go New York. Freezy, if we win, mm-hmm. I'll call you. If we don't, I'll text you. Mm-hmm. That boy uh, Allen almost had like 20 boys, bro. Old school, bro. You know how I feel since about Allen. Since, since we're on the subject, I mean, shit. Uh, Philly in first place, eight and two. Miami in second place, seven and two. Brooklyn in third place at seven and three. Washington in fourth place at seven and three. Chicago and Fifth place at six and three. Cleveland in sixth place at seven and four. New York Knicks in seventh place at six and four. And then Toronto Raptors in eighth place at six and five. I won't get into the playing standings not yet because it's too early. But any of those teams stand out? Any of those, you know, we want to talk a little NBA before we get on up out of here. I know we heard, I heard a little old school basketball. Is that what we're talking about now with these refs not calling these ticky tack fouls and James Harden not being able to get to the free throw line? No, I call uh, Jerry Allen old school. That's why I said that. Because he got the little afro, the 70s afro and everything. He just oh, played okay. like old school ball, bro. The East the East is back, Fancy. I'm just kind of curious who Golden State's going to beat in five in the in the, in the the finals from the East. But that is interesting. That is, they are back. That, that East is fully back. Yeah. But it's an 82-game season, and it's entertaining. And I love the no foul calls, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's basketball, man. Straight up, man. It's it's been fun to watch again. Um, we got about a minute and a half of the of the live before we get to the recorded. I don't know how, how long you guys want to stay on and talk, but it is it is fucking awesome to watch this new NBA. I mean, like, I, I would wait until the fourth quarter because that's obviously usually when the big shit happens. That's when you know the, the big TV. Now I'm watching the full. 42. I'm watching all 12, all four, because I'm not I'm not getting stopped every two minutes to watch somebody shoot free throws that they're not going to miss. So and we're talking, I'm just loving and it. And it's man. ten games in, and it's ten games into an 82 game season, and I've I've never, in a very long time, at least a decade and a half, I haven't been this excited about basketball. Mm-hmm. And just just the landscape across the top. There's not. There are some super teams, of course, but those those no foul calls are. are are separating the field, man, and it's uh, to any given night. And the Cavs are surprising me. I like what they're doing. They're fun to watch. And it's fun across mm-hmm. the board. You know who I'm? You know who I'm loving right now? Tyler Hero and them boys out there in Miami. That, that, mm-hmm. Them boys out there balling, man. Mm-hmm. 
Then had four of them. Four of them had twenty in a game. Then three of them had twenty in a game. Then like four had twenty. Like them guys is balling, bro. And their defense is stepping it up. Um, that's still Spolster out there, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'm a big fan of that guy. Um, that man. Who? I just want to make sure, man. That's a. But yeah, Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I want to put to show them some love. Shout out, because my goodness, they are playing basketball, yep. especially after, you know what happened in the bubble and then the last year um they're out man they're playing it and I and I and I'm excited um and it's good for me to watch basketball right now cuz both of my teams are very good and and they're entertaining to watch so mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm invested it's, and then hey I got to watch the Lakers singing citizen club and shit go down and shit this is great <laughs> so a uh, quick question though um, do we believe Milwaukee stays stays outside outside the top eight? I mean, they're four and six right now. Is this a team uh, that's realizing that you know, hey, we should stop smelling our own roses and start playing basketball? Or what's going on over there? Mm. It'll be all right, but you know, yeah, it's like it's tough. Like when you when you champion, or like you got that buzz out on you. Especially if, like, you're not a major dominant team. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the Miami Heat, the, the Heatles and shit could have taken it. Maybe, you know what I mean, the the Lakers that just got LeBron maybe could have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're talking about a team that has not won a chip in, like, 50-some-odd years. You know what I'm saying? So to be that team that everybody's looking at and you're the, you're the bullseye, you're the target, they're not used to that. So I think it's going to take them a little time to be adjusted to that. But I, I still believe that they are a good team, and they'll be there. They'll be there in the playoffs, so I ain't worrying about them. But it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough for them this year. All righty. We are in the recorded session. Anything anybody else want to talk about? Um, before we head on out of here, we got the closing statements in. I'm just, you know, trying to, trying to live the dream out here. But, uh, Anything anybody want to get off their chest one last time across the board, NBA, you know, NFL. I know nobody watches hockey, um, but uh, anything at all. Shouts. But, um, no, really, so uh, I want to ask my real quick. Did they catch up on that BMF yet, though? Because I'm itching. Itching, itching, itching for the paper. I'm itching to get to it, bro. Gentlemen. LRP, especially you, man. Like, when you see this fucking last episode, you're going to be dying. I heard my my boy made an appearance. I can't wait to watch it, but nah, man, I'm not up on it yet. I did watch The Harder They Fall, though, on Netflix, which is dope as hell. And people need to stop hating and stop trying to shit on it. The movie is awesome. What movie? The Harder They Fall. Oh, that movie. I I was only able to start it for the first 10 minutes. And uh, if it wasn't for work and other things, man, that movie's already amazing in 10 minutes, man. I mean, shit. I'm ready to watch the rest of it. It is awesome. The soundtrack, the music, the cinematography, everything they did, the dialogue, the acting, the outfits, 
man, it was all around dope ass movie, and the whole cast is represented. I loved it, but I will be catching up on BMF very soon, and Wu Tang. Shakes, be patient for me, bro. And even if I'm Shout late, out. I'm pretty sure when I do watch it, it'll be like it never left. So. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Candyman being doodle. I can't get to it, man. I gotta get to it. I gotta see how doodle it is, cause I, I already know it is doodle, because ain't nobody talking about it. You know what I mean? Like that shit came and went. Like I'm like, damn. Ain't nobody talking about the new category. It's a reason, and I'm not trying to get our show taken, so you'll see. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, yeah, BMF is going to be on their final two episodes um, coming up, so definitely uh, stay tuned on that. And then right after that, which is, Definitely coming in like two weeks, I believe. But uh, you got Ghosts, Power Book 2. So, um, Tariq shit is coming back after that. All year long, you're going to have 50 Cent content, man. Shouts to 50 Cent. Beast. No, damn, see, they play, um, that's, uh, that's Breeze Harmon. Uh, you talking about the Here I Come? Yes, yeah, uh, do they play it throughout there? I didn't hear any Jimmy Cliff. I oh. heard uh, I heard Breeze Harmon or Hammond, but um, I didn't hear any Jimmy Cliff. But it might have been this. Even the other ones, it was kind of remixed and and you know the beat was slowed down and it was like a different. Like that, here I come, here I come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I come, baby, when I come and get the song. That's my joint right there. Here I come. Yeah, that joint was, that was uh, Breeze Hammer. The same guy that sings, uh, Too Experienced. To experience to be taken on a stroll. To experience for someone to rock and roll. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To be taken for a ride. Was any of that Barrington, right? Levy Barrington was in there, yeah. So, that was a dope-ass movie, though. Uh, I no, I want to talk about... Were those oh. songs in there? Were those songs in there is what I want to know. Huh? Were those songs in that movie? It was multiple. I mean... In um, the movie, though. Because I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I can't. I can't. I couldn't remember listing all of them all. I'm good. I ain't that good. <laughs> but, no, I'm um, just saying. But the, but but the soundtrack to that movie that got it going on like that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. absolutely. Then, dude. Oh man, I can't wait to set the mood and watch that. Oh yeah, yeah. The fight scenes and the music that they play. Yeah. 
right. But yeah, man, the, the way they did it, you know what I mean, it was dope. You could tell it was, well, I don't know if it was, but, or if this means anything, but you know how people want to be included and shit. Jay-Z is the producer, of the, the executive producer of the movie, and I think he did the score, or at least assisted on the score. So... Can't wait. You gotta make a special delivery, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> Nacho. What's up? This one I want to talk about, though. Since I this time, ain't no real content we got going on really right now, and it's barely I get the time to talk about this shit. But Roman Reigns gonna break Brock Lesnar's record, bro. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> He's the head of the table, bro. You understand me? There's nobody in his way. Ah. Hmm. They can't even bring Brock Lesnar back to beat him, bro. Like, bro. Come on, y'all. That that's at Crown Jewel, right? Or did that already happen? Yeah, I, that, I think that already happened. Like, Roman Reigns beat the shit out of Lesnar, you know, stacked him, smashed him, you know. What Roman Reigns do? Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I man, I, I ain't going to lie to you, Playboy. I've been out the loop a little bit. As much as I like Pat McAfee, I should be watching the SmackDowns, but I haven't been yeah. caught up enough to to really get totally into the conversation like that. I just, I, I man, I, I tell you this, I know Roman Reigns is the head of the household and all that, and, you know, it's looking like nobody could beat him or nothing, but it always takes, you know, it, it's, it's going to take him... I would say that the table can only take so much of <laughs> the tomfoolery that he puts them through. And it's just going to come back to bite him in his ass, especially talking down and looking down on your family like that continually week after week is cool for a while. <laughs> but then after a little bit, they're, gonna, they're not going to take it anymore. And nah, uh, I bro. think it's the most opportune time. Look down time. on them, bro. We expect excellence, bro. They have to <laughs> win, bro. You understand? We are the ones, not the twos, the ones. So losing is not acceptable, bro. So when his family loses, he has to get them in line. He don't look down on them. We just don't lose over here. What are you doing? We're a dynasty here. I understand that, but at the same time, man, it's... If you don't, again, this, this, <laughs> if Robert Reigns don't got him, I mean, you can you can tell them you want excellence, man. But in a in a you don't you don't gotta be me talking about the Giants and take shots at them every two seconds on the microphone every time you pick it up. <laughs> like, look, it's funny win. games. It's funny games for a little bit, but after a while, it gets annoying. I'm sure. So you don't want like I mean, hey, Jay and and Jimmy. They got their they got the work cut out for them, man. Because look, they're going they're going to have to be called upon after a time when they get 
talked about again, like they have multiple times after they lose or something happens and whatever. <laughs> so <clears throat> I know real life issues um, may be getting in the way of some of that storyline uh, coming to fruition with uh, some of the things going on with Jimmy Uso. Uh, but 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 Jay, I mean that man just begin. Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh, Jay is a beast, though, man. Like, you know what I mean, he 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 holds it down, man. It, it's it, it's a nice storyline, I like it. But I'm gonna tell you, they can do more with it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I don't be liking about WWE. Like, they hold back on a lot of shit that they can do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's great. It's great. It's a great storyline. And I. I know why they did it, and and shout-outs to Pat McAfee real quick because he definitely makes SmackDown very um, entertaining and exciting. I I love him as Mm an announcer. But um, with the the shit, with them going to Fox on SmackDown, they, they are national now, right? So that's more money, so they have to have a face of that, Mm -hmm. that brand. And so Roman Reigns was the perfect guy. And what they did with him was genius in the fact that he's not really good on the mic. So what you do? You give him a Paul Heyman. You know what I mean? Just like with Brock Lesnar, he's not good with the mic. That's fine. We'll give you a Paul Heyman. So um, it's perfect. And and, mm-hmm. and and the storyline with um with Paul Heyman, man, he's just a whole weasel, man. Like he, yo, he hedges his bets, bro. Like, like you don't know which side he on. He on Brock's side. He on Roman's side. Like, you don't know, bro. He just plays both sides so well. He's just a real life weasel, and you can just buy it, man. It's it's mm-hmm. awesome, man. And and. And AEW too, man. They doing their thing too. So I mean, wrestling is in a good state right now. Yep, I think, you know, you asked me who's going to do it. You know, we've seen everything go about, but I think there's only one man um, that I really think that the storyline would explode. Um, We would get to hear the shit talking, um, and everyone would smell what he's cooking as soon as he walks into the arena. Uh, And that's The Rock. I I heard. heard And listen. Yo, I think that's what they're going to do with the next WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or or a year down the line or something like that. Like, they're going to make Roman Reigns break that record, right? But then they're going to be like, all right, well, since nobody could beat him, they're going to bring back The Rock to do it and battle him for the head of the table because they, you know what I mean, they're cousins and, you know what I mean, that's 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 iconish. That's, that's, that's huge, man. That's going to... Make so much fucking money, man. It's going to make so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. Yo, Shakes, can I jump in real quick and get this off yeah. and, and let the people know what's going on? Um, 103.96, we beat Philly two times this year in Philly and at home. This is what I'm talking about. It's time. Not yet. 20 more games, and I'll let y'all know what it's hitting for. But right now, it's on. <laughs> Shout out to the Knicks Shout out to the Knicks getting the victory 103-96 over the 76ers I think Sixers were in second place 
um, if I'm not mistaken, were they in second or first? One of the two uh, up there. I just read I'm it off, first. so I should have remembered. Uh, not anymore, but uh, yeah. The um, uh, halftime, uh, Nets 57-51 over the Bulls, and then 8-12 left in the second quarter. Pittsburgh goes down and gets a second touchdown, looking like uh, 14-0. Let me see what that was, too. Let me make sure it's not a – let's see here. Um Bears have punt, 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 interception, punt, punt. And the Steelers are a punt, a touchdown, a punt, and then a touchdown. Again, both drives, so no, it wasn't off the turnovers or anything like that. So It was off the turnover, but it was about a 40-yard drive, nine plays for the Steelers to get 14-0. Um, so, yeah, and then Bears are in the midst of a drive right now, three plays, 11 yards. So that's what we're looking at, a very, very, very – Boring Monday night football game um, But of course a close one over there In Chicago with the Nets and Chicago Bulls um, Over the weekend we did however see uh, Some good college football Anything um, yeah, From you guys I definitely uh, want to football? ask A couple people something real quick But go ahead finish what you were going to say No that was it take it away sir Um I love P and E the chosen one from the Bronx Y'all was in that hotel room Pause. <laughs> but y'all was in that hotel room, and I was motherfucking smacking and, and, and banging the table, literally, for my son in Miami. Are y'all impressed yet with my quarterback now? I like Van Dyke. I'm a U fan. I'm not a Van Dyke fan yet, but I like what Van Dyke has been doing. Not a fan. Oh, he's a bad man, bro. He's not. And if you're, I'm not not going to take that from him. The last three games, he has showed up and showed out. mm -hmm. And I did a full season. That's all. So if if you're wondering what these gentlemen are talking about. Uh, it is against the Georgia Tech team, 22 for 34, 389 yards. It's an average of 11.4 yards per completion with three touchdowns and zero interceptions, winning that game 33-0, to zero, as well as the last game against a ranked Pittsburgh. He went 32 for 42, 426, an average of 10.1, three touchdowns, and one interception in that game as well. So the last couple games have been stellar. And then, of course, against the ranked NC State two weeks ago, or is that last week? Yeah, two weeks ago, he he put up numbers in the area of, sorry, one second, 25 for 33, 325, and four touchdowns. Quick math does, what, 13 touchdowns and one interception in the last three weeks and three, four, five, over 1,000 yards, if I'm correct. Um so, yeah, the, the man's playing well. Those are all victories, uh, 30-31, 31-30 over NC State, 38-34 over a ranked Pittsburgh, and then 33-30 over a Georgia Tech. NC State was ranked as well. Um, but, yeah, he's been... you, boy, that boy is bad, bro. I'm telling y'all he bad, yo. I'm telling y'all he bad. I want to know where he going to drive when he do go on the drive, man, because I'm going to be looking, man, because that boy is bad, yo. He's, a, he's one of the next, y'all. Tell y'all right now. 
I agree. I mean, you know, you know me. There's always mm-hmm. quarterback. You know, what I mean? yeah. There's quite a there's quite a few again this year. People are sleeping on. You know, uh, Kenny Pickett from Pitt. You know, yeah. you got Desmond, yeah, yeah, Desmond uh, Ridley like from Cincinnati. Nice. You know what I mean? Uh, Kid from Cincinnati is nice. You yeah. know, got Matt Corral, who's uh, I think maybe is uh, probably on the little sporty side. I don't think nothing really is going to uh, come from Matt. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll be it. Don at USC. Yeah, so there's there's some quarterbacks, and I do like uh, Van Dyke. After watching them, actually watching them for these three games, his mechanics, the way he throws the football, not, not bad. So if we're if we're talking about top quarterbacks for this draft, you're going to look at uh, Malik Willis out of Liberty, Matt Corral out of Ole, Ole Miss, Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati, Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh, uh, Carson Strong out of Nevada, Sam Howell out of North Carolina, Tanner McKee from Stanford. Um, I, they have this name on here from three days ago. It's Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma, uh, but we could all assume that it's not him anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Th- so those are some of the names you, you, you're going to want to probably look at. And what the, and the too, consensus is. Collab- My bad. Sorry? Not sure. I'm just going to add two more. Uh, Bryce from Alabama and Caleb Williams from OU, the person that took over for Spencer. Mm-hmm. That and kid, to round that. and to round it out, it was Kendon Slavis from USC was the last name on that list. Uh, they did not mention the two that you just mentioned, so thank you for mentioning those LLP because those are. I mean, look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta read these things, and then do your own research. I mean, realistically, these guys are doing their research and giving you their opinion on what their eyes see. Right. Now, again, right. the, uh, if we look at those things and look at their articles and stuff. Nobody's going to be mad at you for using other people's articles to form your own opinion. And then if you go and look at some things, nobody's going to get mad at you. It's when you just blindly pick up and look up these articles that some people like to do and just reiterate what someone else is saying and saying their names and things of that nature. So please, please listen to what we're saying, but go out. You write the names down on a piece of paper, open your notes on your iPhone, throw the names down, and look them up later on YouTube. It's such an easy thing now. People have most of these guys and their highlight reels ready for you to look at. You can go check them out and see most of their shit. Um, So, yeah, just like I said, man, we got names giving them to you so you can go out and take a look at your own research and see how much you like these guys if you like them as much as we do. So. Van Dyke, again, man, I'm really enjoying the way he's been playing the last few weeks. Um, the numbers are certainly there. I'm I'm on the fence, and, and, and with the E thing, I'm kind of with that as well. It's the consistency, and I'll say this every single time, and I'll scream it from the mountaintops. You show me consistency, and that's who you are. So as long as he can do this more and more, um, he's got a couple games with a, pit, with a pick and an interception, or an interception and a touchdown. Um, if those games come far and few between uh, with these multiple games, uh, multiple TD games, three, 400 yards in college, obviously, uh, and then, you know, one interception throughout those, th- those are the types of things you'll want to see on the consistent basis from him. Um, and then, of course, at the college level, you're just kind of trying to see that he can do that. Wins and losses, uh, to me, at the college level don't really equate to anything as we've seen in the past. You know, you got an Andrew Luck, you got a, uh, a, a Peyton Manning, you got, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, 
Dak Prescott, their collegiate career wins and losses are not something to gawk at. But we can all look at their collegiate careers and go, wow, that's a guy that could possibly be something in the NFL. He gets into the right spot. So um, quarterbacks are quarterbacks. They're hit and miss. And, um, you know, unlike running backs, you should always give one in the first round. Um, anything else anyone else wants to discuss? Um, there, there's. There's a lot yeah, that's not, of games that's that true. went on yesterday. Don't to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's going to go out. It's shady, y'all. Shady, shady as shit, bro. You picked the player yeah, in that I, position. Stop it. I'm shady, y'all. I'm shady. Yeah, um, we could get into that another day. I would like to get into that on Wednesday because I've been – throwing some blonde hair and wife beaters around way too much uh, to not stand in my position with that. So, um, yeah, I, I, we will talk on Wednesday about that LRP because uh, that is one of the things that uh, I've really been meaning to get into uh, with a lot of the fellas, uh, especially on this line, but with some other ones as well, because that's, that's an interesting one, and I don't think we have enough time, and we need definitely to be on live air because I have a lot to be on that. Um Although uh, trying to change the subject but not really change the subject about shadiness is, I mean, man, is Josh Allen dead? Are the Bills dead? They they can't even score a touchdown. I mean, are they Everybody out with the fans, well. (laughs) I mean, the Jaguars? You can't get a game-winning – I – was one of the people who stood on – I'm short. So I stood on top of a chair, and I screamed to everyone, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. There's nobody that can stand in their way. And I believe for three weeks they outscored opponents like 120 to like 14. They had two shutouts in a three-week span. They didn't give up more than like 14 points in four or five weeks. Their offense was clicking on all cylinders. Again, I ask, is this the anomaly any given Sunday where the Giants just happen to show up? Or not the Giants, the Jaguars. The Jaguars happen to show up against a fucking legit Buffalo Bills. There is not a person on this line, I think, anyone I could text or call right now that knows football that can sit here and tell me before the game on Sunday that the Bills weren't a legit AFC contender for the Super Bowl. Is this just an like I said? Is this an anomaly of a game, or is this something we should worry about for the Buffalo Bills? Anybody want to iterate on that, or we, we could talk hey, about any of the other on it. I know I know either chosen one want to get on that because that's his son. But what I want to say is like this: is the reason why I value like defense so much. You know what I'm saying because if you have defense. And your defense is making plays. You can win a game. Like that—that's one of the easiest ways you can win a game. If your defense is just so strong that the motherfucking other team cannot motherfucking score on you, you have a chance. You have a chance. And that's exactly what the Jaguars did. They played them hard nosed defensively, and it's so funny that. Um, Josh Allen had trouble with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like that, that's funny, bro. Like, and, and I'm not talking about himself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, oh, oh, you know what I mean? It, it 
I'm saying there was another guy that was across from him on defense that was kicking his ass with the same damn name. Okay? That's oh my God. how ironic. I mean, I mean the, the the anomaly of that in and of itself. I love that word today. I'm sorry. But that in and of itself, Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen. Josh Allen <laughs> intercepting Josh Allen. Josh <laughs> Allen f- sack fumbling and getting a fumble on Josh Allen is 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 one of the craziest yeah. things in and all. What's even crazier <laughs> is that they were picked one year apart at the same position. And on top of that, I'm sorry, even crazier, the New York Giants could have picked them both. So yeah. the, uh, the wildest yeah. <laughs> thing about that game, and you speak about defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars put up 118 yards of passing, 37.1 QBR from their quarterback, 69.1 rating, rushed for a total of 79 yards. Their leading rusher had 67 yards, 21 carries, 3.2 yards of carry, scored a total of nine points, couldn't get in the end zone themselves. You talk about a defense, the Buffalo Bills did exactly what they've done all year. They held teams to under 10 points, no rushing, no passing. This solely falls on Josh Allen and that offense. What the hell went wrong? Say real, I have no idea. Just want to say real quick. I was just a little disappointed that Josh Allen didn't do his post interview and speak in third person about the event that happened. That would have been epic. I would have loved that. That would have put a, a, a icing on the cake. Josh Allen knows how to play Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I read Josh Allen, and I saw Josh Allen, and I was like, Josh Allen, I'm about to take Josh Allen down, you know? And it, it, it will be right in every instance. It would have happened. Right. I did it myself, but that would have oh, been happy. Yeah, he dropped the ball on that. He couldn't even really um, – did you see the interview? Like, he, he really couldn't even comprehend. Like, it was – like, he was so much in the moment, right? You know what I mean? Like, he was just emotional. He couldn't really even speak, man. But, um, yeah, man, uh, great game from Josh Allen. <laughs> On Josh Allen. But real quick, I want to say this about that, though. Right? Like, with the Giants. Okay, um... Damn, I lost my fucking train of thought with it, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Go ahead, somebody can, can, else say can, something. I, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, um, Cardinals doing their best Packers impression, um, losing their number one receiver, and then doubling down on that and losing their starting quarterback and still winning thirty-one to seventeen against the San Francisco Forty ers I don't want to talk about the Cardinals because I picked them and I had faith in Cliff Kingsbury. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan. And the fact that he has a worse record than Matt Nagy, and without that one year where they go 13 and three and make the Super Bowl, which they inevitably lose, he has like a 19 and 37 record. Let's stop building up the faux greatest coach of Kyle Shanahan because his last name is Shanahan. He's not that good, people. All right. So Niners, enjoy what you got. You got no more defense. You don't got a quarterback. I don't know why you didn't pick Mac Jones over Trey Lance, but that's beyond me. Um, you had one year to do it, and you couldn't get it done. So this has nothing, again, not taking anything away from the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, them boys, that that that, that coaching staff, they are who we thought they were. 
and stealing Denny Green from the Cardinals a few years ago because they went out and played. The Packers game, that's a Thursday night game. We For them, they're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it because that team did something that I don't think any team in the NFL could do right now. I don't think there's any team in the NFL that could lose a starting wide receiver, number one in the league, possibly top two or three, and a most likely, I don't know, because he missed a game or two, he might not, he might not be anymore, but MVP in Kyler Murray, and still whoop that ass 31-17. to 17. Not just barely win, squeak out a three-point victory. You know, Colt McCoy, I was going to talk oh. about Kyle Shanahan, but Colt mother. Fucking McCoy, 22 for 26, 249, one touchdown, zero interceptions, 63.8 QBR rating. That is a perfect, great pass QBR rating, 119.4 passer rating. Good Lord. James Conner, 21 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. James Conner, five receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown. That That man went off. That team is set. This isn't much to do. I know I'm gloating about the Cardinals, and, you know, it is what it is. They're that good, and it's crazy that they're that good to lose those two guys against a team that's trying to get right in San Francisco. All falls on Kyle Shanahan. The man is a foe. The guy, the people want to talk him up and all this and that. Sean McVay has shitted on him in the record-wise, shitted on him in the head-to-head. Sean McVay, that is the real guy we should be gloating about, not Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's living off that Shanahan name in that one thirteen and 3 season where Jimmy Garoppolo threw seven passes in a playoff game and won. So let's stop boasting about Shanahan. Realize he's probably the third or fourth best coach in that division now with Cliff Kingsbury and Sean McVay being above him. And I'll, honestly, I'll take PKR right now too. Sorry, go ahead, Chicks. No, um, I'm so glad I rolled out with the coach, McCoy. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. y'all know how I feel about coach. Um, and he will be a coach one day in that league. Um, but I remember what I was going to say about that giant game because either chosen one from the Bronx had asked me in his closing or made a statement that this was, like, the type of game that I like to see as far as mm-hmm. defensive-wise and running the ball. Absolutely right. It's definitely a, a game that – I was entertained and definitely a, a game that I like to see that I believe that that's the way you can win. But with all that, I still was at unease because last drive, they got the ball and an opportunity to what, tie the game or, or win the game? And I'm like, here we go, bro. Like, I cannot have a game where two minutes, it's the two-minute warning, and I'm not sitting there with my heart pounding, like, is we going to win this game? So, yeah, it was it was a great game to watch for me. It was, it was my style of football. But, no, I was not at ease in this fucking game, bro. At all. But thank God for the defense coming through and, and, and actually winning us the game, stopping the offense, because they have not done that in the beginning of the season. 
So shout outs to the defense. Yes, but that's what I want. Got about a few minutes left, man. I got to get on out of here to get on to these kids and get there yeah, and everything else. That so, anything anybody else want to say? We got the closing statements on out. So, anything anybody else wants to say before we get on out of here? Um, anyone want to get their their sons off the resuscitation? Um, you want to check their sons, Josh Allen, out of ICU before we get out of here? Uh, forever hold your peace. Well, either chose one from the Bronx. Comment on your boy going down. Yeah, I think we're I think we're at the end here. Uh people either getting getting work situated, handling the families, I'm sure. Um again, thank you all so much. I got nothing. Um Yeah, is it I was quiet because I didn't know if he was gonna say something, but I got nothing. So peace to y'all brothers, man. Love y'all. Peace, peace. Peace God. And peace, peace God. God. Black Freezy, anything you'd like to say before we get on out of here? <clears throat> Peace to the gods, peace to the earth. We good, man. Everybody enjoy your night. Whoa. Yes, sir. Be good, be good. Man. I just want to... Um, this is a perfect service announcement because people are going to be podcasting this. They're probably going to stop listening. So the people that are listening, they're probably smoking and they forget to turn this off. Clean your utensils. Whatever you use, clean them out. Let's 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 get into a cleansly type of life. I know it's hard to clean it out with the stuff, you know, but my smokers, please clean out your devices that you use. It'll help you in the long run. It'll it'll, it'll also stop some things um from happening inside your body. Clean water, clean things like that that'll help you out in the future. Um other than that, man, I love every single one of y'all. And I absolutely can't wait for Nacho Average Tuesday. We will talk about everything. I'm sure these gentlemen will love to poke and prod about my offense not being able to score more than seven points. Uh, but we will get into that. And then, of course, Shakes Montana is going to tell me how much I lost by in fantasy. And then we will see how many people he beat in fantasy. Man, thank you all so much. I can't wait. The rest of the week's lit. We'll have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for show. I can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. Stop the rain, man. Can't stop the rain. Mm -hmm. Can't stop it. I love all of y'all. Y'all have a great night.